Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I'm Keeney and I'm joined as always by Fisher and Krusty. Hi guys. Hey. All right. So I think to start off this week, we'll start with Extreme Rules, the pay-per-view. So Fisher, I know you um, wanted to kind of run down the card for Extreme Rules. Yeah. So obviously it was a few days ago now. So memory is um, a bit hazy on a couple of the matches, but um, I've, you know, I've got notes written down prepared. So I remember most of it and um, we can go through the card and we can give our thoughts on, on the matches that happened and and the booking and everything and, and what we think. And then we'll talk about our usual, sort of rundown of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and then AEW stuff at the end. Um, so starting with Extreme Rules, um, obviously the pre-show match, bumped to the pre-show, was uh, Liv Morgan and Carmella. Um, quite a short match, this one. I think it went less than 10 minutes. Um, but like I said last week, actually, on the podcast, you know, I'm happy they're still getting a match one-on-one on a pay-per-view because it's still like eight minutes longer than they get on SmackDown. Um so, and I thought they had a decent enough pre-show match um, that ended up with Liv winning, which I think we all predicted on our predictions as well. Quite predictable in that sense, but the right the right decision, in my opinion. Um, not a lot else to say about that one. So I'll yeah, pass I, I, I think the word is predictable in this one. I think the fact it was bumped to the pre-show, I think I called it last week. I think I was not expecting this to be on the main card. Unfortunately, because I'd have loved to have seen Liv and Carmella really get a, get a match from the main card. So, f- from my point of view, will happen. Yeah. I hope it will, especially for Liv. I I'm hope so. Yeah. Sure about Carmella, but I think Liv may get a build after the draft, which will be nice to see. But yeah, yeah. It, it was an okay match. Yeah, that, that's all it was, and it was bumped to the pre-show because we had the setup for the new day versus AJ, Omos and Lashley on the main card. Yeah. Um, which kind of has to go on the main card, doesn't it? You can't have the WWE champ on the pre-show. When he's, when he's just won the title, that would have been yeah, a bad So you had to have this on the main card. Um, I mean, it's what a shame do they guys... didn't do a, a match of no build on the, for the WWE champion as well, really. They should have done... Yeah. I know they were doing... They were saving, obviously, Biggie and Lashley for Raw as a kind of ratings thing to get people to watch Raw. I understand that, but... Even so, they could have done something on a pay-per-view more significant with a build, bit of a build, but um, yeah. I, I thought it was good for what it was, though. I thought, um, one that, one that I did make, actually, is I don't think we saw enough of Omos in this match. I feel like his in-ring time was very... I know he doesn't spend a lot of time in-ring anyway, but 
I can't remember. I can barely remember a moment he he had he got in the ring and did anything of note, Omos. He was a real spectator in this match. And I don't know why that was. I don't know whether that, um, anyone I else mean, thought that. Yeah, now you come to mention it. He didn't. I know he's he's generally has short bursts in the ring anyway, and then does his power moves and kind of wins. That's kind of his role. And as his team wasn't winning, I think they probably kept the the contact even down him, to yeah. Down I'd have to loved to have seen Biggie do something on him though. Luna do some sort of big power move on him. Yeah, if he could. I reckon that, they that might have been just, a big moment. They may well save that for something with more significance. Maybe almost. I can see him maybe getting a title match sometime down the line. Um, not not immediately. Yeah, that'd be but... good. I think if that happens, I think that is the end of Omos. Um, I, th- when... I think once he gets beaten in a one-on-one match, that's yeah, sort of his, him done then. Mm. Um... See, I, I've th- this pay-per-view match kind of set me back a bit on my opinion of Omos. But I thought he was being um, prepared for maybe a singles run. Like I wouldn't be surprised if on the drafts they got split up, AJ and Omos, because they make Omos out to be a massive deal when like anytime he get like there was a point he got in the ring with Big E on um, Raw a couple of weeks ago. Um well yeah and the crowd went nuts. Yeah and the crowd went mad and I thought mm. oh, they're really building up Omos and then he wasn't involved in this match. And I wonder whether that was you know I think he is maybe he's not good enough in the ring to go on his own yet. Maybe he needs AJ as a tag partner um for now but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always been prepped for bigger things, Omos. So I, I just thought he'd be more involved in this one. That, that was just a, a note I had. And yeah, obviously, I mean, Lashley got pinned I, for the win. That was what I found strange. That was the one comment I was going to say about the match. I thought it was really good action, I should expect, really, from these six men. We, we mentioned that Omos isn't that experienced, but you've got all of the New Day are great in the ring. AJ Styles, one of the best wrestlers in the world in the ring, probably. And, um, and uh, Lashley. Lashley, of course, who's great as well and been on a really good run. Um, so the match itself was really good, really fun opening six man tag. Like I say, no build, but um, I did think it was a weird, there were some weird, I mean, we'll get to the weird booking decisions on this show, I'm sure. But mm. I felt it opened with a bit of a weird decision, not enough to really annoy me, but um, Bobby Lashley getting pinned was a bit strange when they were planning to do Big Evie Lashley on Raw the next night for the title. Um, it's a bit I weird, think- I think, because we've been almost brainwashed into thinking that that's wrong from a WWE point of view. I actually like the idea that he pinned the strong guy on the Ross. Uh, sorry, on the team. I know you had Omos or something like that, but they're not going to want him to get um, pinned. But I, I think it makes Big E look a lot more of a legit champion because because mm. it was such a, an unexpected cash in. I know it was an expected cash in, but we hadn't seen him involved that much with Lashley and other strong characters. So I think that straight away makes people think this guy's a big deal. He, he can rumble with the top superstars, um, which I know we know Big E's got it in him and, and could be great. But I think for sort of newer fans and um, less intense fans, seeing him pin someone like Lashley really sort of bumps him up. Yeah, I suppose you could look at it from that point of view too. So, so I actually liked that. I, I did like Yeah, I, I do agree. I, I think they're, they're clearly showing their hand and they're, they're, they're right behind Big E. For him to then, obviously we'll go into a Raw later, but he, he gets to win on Raw as well, like a clean win. So he's beat Lashley tw- three times in the last couple of weeks now. He was the most protected star on Raw. Yeah, he just for, never got pinned before, really. For, for, I still for don't think Lashley months. looks weak, though. I still he, don't no, he doesn't. He's... he's He's doing a really good job, Lashley, but yeah, I think that's I, I think as well, early uh, pred for the uh, draft, but I can see Lashley and her business moving over to, to SmackDown um, in the draft. That is one of my predictions. 
that's going to happen. I can see that happening. Um, I know yeah. they've only just started the feud as a three-on-three thing, which we'll get to later. But I think the the there might end up being like a three-way feud with the bloodline as well, and I can see that happening. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we have we have three good teams, I don't we? Um, so, bloodline. Sorry, go on. Yeah, we we're moving on swiftly yeah, so to swiftly on. Street Profits Usos. Um, what did you guys think of this one? So I was a little. There's something that I never like. Maybe because it's done too often is a fake injury. I've never liked it. I think what's the point in making a wrestler less good? <laughs> if you see what I mean, when you've got a high flyer like Montez Ford, you want him to be flying around everywhere without having to to not do a move because he's got bad ribs. And then Montez Ford's an amazing wrestler, but there were so many occasions where I where he would like do a splash or smash down on the mat. And then it was almost like he forgot he had bad ribs. Next minute, grabbing his chest, grabbing his chest, and I was thinking, it's just not worth. Why put that stipulation in there? It's not like a an underdog story where you're you. He then goes on to win, um, like we've had in the past. It, it almost seemed pointless to to make him injured going into this match. I didn't really see the point at all. He was still hitting moves like he would anyway, but then just holding his ribs. So yeah. That, no, I, from I, a great build, a great uh, match that was built, that spoils the start for me. But by no means actually spoiled the the actual match. It was it was pretty phenomenal, to be honest. Yeah, I I think I actually agree with you and disagree with you. So I I, I completely agree. When wrestlers come out with again, it's such a half-assed bandage around his ribs, as if that's going to help him. Like it, it's that that I always kind of roll my eyes at, but. I actually quite like that he's selling his injuries from SmackDown. Because um, I, I don't think it happens enough. I think so often wrestlers get big beatdowns and he got a pretty big beatdown and um, then they're just fine the next week. Or like, you know, I, I think there should be more selling. Um, maybe not for a pay-per-view match though. I, I do agree. Maybe for a pay-per-view match, you don't want that. Especially if he's going to lose as well. Um, yeah, I like an underdog story. Yeah, I assume it's you know you could argue it's to it's to protect him for for his loss that he had he had bad ribs. That's why because he's the one who got pinned, isn't he, from a double? Yeah, I think, splash. I think that's what they were going for here. It just didn't look. He, he hit every move. <laughs> it wasn't like he went to to do no, a frog I mean, splash. I've actually got in my um, notes written down that he does an amazing dive in this match. Um, I can't remember exactly what the it dive was. was such now. an awesome match. But, I just don't think they yeah, needed. It, that. it was great. I mean, they've had two good matches previously. Both ended in DQ on SmackDown. The one thing yeah. I will say about this match, and I think this we'll talk about this when we get to the overall thoughts in this pay-per-view, is it wasn't extreme enough, which we all I think we're all going to agree on. This was It was ridiculous that there was only one Extreme Rules match on the card. And for this match not to be no DQ, considering they had two disqualifications in the build-up, yeah. makes complete yeah, yeah. sense for them to do like a tornado tag two-on-two match, crazy spots, I don't know why the match was good. Don't, don't get me wrong. The four wrestlers did a great job, but I don't really know why they didn't go all out on this one and just do that. Yeah, yeah I right. think they could have had a great match unless they're building to that. Maybe at another pay per view. I know it's stupid because this was our extreme rules. So yeah. it's set up ready for it. Every match should be no DQ. I, I don't really get that, but yeah, great match. I, I, I love the Usos. I love the Street Profits. Um, some of the the kickouts were really exciting, actually, after some real big moves. 
Yeah. Um, and as you said about the big splashes, they're, they're just so cool. But both teams are just so good. Um, yeah, just, they are. Again, making strange uh, surroundings of that match, unfortunately for me. Just just wound me up before it even began. But yeah, it was brilliant. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, and definitely. Uso, Uso Batain was uh, good in my eyes. Yeah, I think at this point we were all... Yeah, predictions-wise, we all had the same until the next this match, next actually. Yeah. Charlotte v. Alexa. So Charlotte v. Alexa Bliss, obviously, for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I think we our excitement had increased in the build-up for the last couple of weeks promos before. I remember last week we mentioned how, how much we liked the promos going into it. And I think the match delivered on a, on a pretty good... It wasn't amazing. I think the other women's match on the show was probably marginally better in terms of well, in-ring Do you know quality. what? It, it wasn't amazing, but it also wasn't stupid. And that's what that's, that's what I was quite relieved about. I was just worried it was going to be a stupid one. Well, until, I, until the I, end I of know, I know Lily gets involved, but you can't, I kind of expected that. I, I meant there was no, like, supernatural election. Oh, yeah. There, there was yeah. no, like, you know, lights going out and then Lily sat on... Charlotte's shoulders or something like it was just a normal wrestling match obviously <laughs> until until she threw Lily at her but then that's to be expected and rips Lily yeah. apart and then I, I think you guys probably have similar thoughts I don't know but the end of the match after, after the, the the bell had gone and then Alexa's portraying that she's upset and she's clearly meant to have like a frothing mouth through anger but she's just got this tablet fan, sat on her she tongue. She fancied uh, a cheeky mint. Yeah, she's just got a tablet sat on her tongue and the camera yeah. is on her. And I'm like, you can't... That was embarrassing. Get this... away because it looks terrible. It went on way too long. Yeah, this bit. Yeah. I was cringe. I was, I was all for the angle at the start. I was like, okay, so Charlotte's ripping Lily. That's good. We can get rid of Lily. Alexa's yeah. going to sell it like crazy. Like she's really upset. And she's going to go mad. I was like, that's cool. But then they just... It, it was like 10... It felt like 10 minutes. I think five, some of that but... segment went... I don't. I think some there was a mistake somewhere that they didn't know what was happening. Maybe they were waiting for that tablet to start to froth, and yeah, then was, and it was dragging did. out. And Just looked never terrible. Came. But I mean, on a positive note, she ended up dribbling, didn't she? She had like dribble. Wrong, she did. She, she was really trying to make it happen. That went uh, wrong. That really went wrong. Uh, but but there's, there's, there was a positive I found from both wrestlers. Um, I love the way that Alexa has so dramatically changed her in-ring style to suit her character. Like the way she crawls and gets in and out of the ropes and sits yeah, on the really ropes. Good. It looks so like spooky and uh, sort of paranormal. And I, I think that is really cool. And I think Charlotte complemented that with her frustrated wrestling style, mm. which isn't something we always see from Charlotte. She's normally quite composed, um, and a really good wrestler. So I think unless she's was... fighting Nia Jax. Yeah, but that's that's not necessarily <laughs> her fault. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just thought both of them really showed off their wrestling style to complement each other really well. Not necessarily yeah. the best wrestling match, but the actual styles I, they were putting in. I thought it's it weird. Good. I'm I'm not normally the spots guy. Like I don't normally remember moves. I, I think you're more that guy crusty normally on our on our show. I've got one. Um, but there were two I've actually written down two for this and the first one is I loved I written down that I loved it because she stole Andrade's move I don't know if you noticed it but it's moonsault where he does them flip yes he does the moonsault at the top and then flips onto the opponent Andrade used to do that in WWE don't know if I've seen him do it in AEW yet but 
he used to do that all the time and I used to love that move. And I noticed she did that as a nod to Andrade. They obviously, they didn't mention it on commentary because they're not going to mention Andrade. But I thought, ah, she's done Andrade's Cheeky. move. That's cool. I didn't notice um, that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I know you say it. And, uh, and, know you. and there was a really cool Canadian destroyer from Alexa as well. Didn't they call it a sunset bomb? Yeah, it was basically Canadian. That was, yeah, it was a Canadian. That was <laughs> insane. I, I thought that was amazing. Uh, yeah, I noted that down. Sunset bomb. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah I really yeah, enjoyed this match. stuff. I was a bit convinced that Alexa was going to win. I, I predicted that. I was a bit of a shame. I, yeah, I that cost you, the, uh, cost you the points there, which obviously I, point. I That was a bit of a win, just to, so, so we didn't all have the same, but... I did think, I thought I got this, but no. Well done. Yeah, so I'll move on to the next match in a minute. But before that, I've written down, there was a Paul Heyman promo. I don't don't think we've mentioned this, but there's a Paul Heyman promo in between these two matches that was, I just laughed so much at it with Caleb. Him and Caleb Braxton have amazing chemistry. Is this where he he accuses her of like fancying him or something? Yeah, and it was like... It, it was hilarious. I was just cracking up. I was like, Paul Heyman's the best. I've just, all I've written down is Paul Heyman's the best. I can't remember exactly what he says. I didn't even make a note of this, but, but I, I do I, remember now. So, I yeah. wouldn't normally because it's a pay-per-view and I just concentrate on the matches on pay-per-views. You don't really like any little random promos. But I noted this down because I loved it so much. But that was after this match that happened. Um, and then we got um, the triple threat match, I think, wasn't it, after that? It was, yeah. yeah. And this, this is the match where I predicted differently. Um, yeah. I went for Jeff Hardy, which I think you guys are probably a bit shocked by, but I just thought the crowd reaction for him has been mad. And I just thought they might have, similar to when Lashley lost the US title because he'd been booked so strong, this is a way for him to lose it um, in a triple threat match. And Jeff Hardy's really getting people behind him. I thought it'd been a really good time for Jeff Hardy to win the title, personally. Get the title off of Priest and move Priest up the card to the, to the, to the top of the card because he's he's at that level really the way he's going i think before a draft it's very difficult to move a title when you've got I, mm. although to hardy yeah i suppose he's a big draw so yeah, I, I but just then they might the be moving him onto a different brand that's the I, thing i was yeah. thinking that the the reason you might get a point i, I didn't think seamus was going to regain it it would have been pointless but mm. i thought the reason the, you know hardy could win is like you say if they were going to move pretty down but I think you could even see the US and IC title switch. It would not shock me if that happened in the in the draft mm. because I yeah, feel they, like they do a dinner, don't they? And I feel like neither neither of them now have a set feud. Apollo and Nakamura just had their uh, another Intercontinental match, which Nakamura won. He's, surely Apollo's not going to get another shot. Priest has now beaten Sheamus again on Raw, which we'll get to. So neither of them now are stuck in feuds. So they could easily. I wouldn't mind seeing Priest move over. And then when he does eventually lose the United States Championship, he can challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal title or something and get pushed into the main I event. always thought they would be a great feud. Yeah. Reigns versus Priest. It would be really cool mm. to see. And I, and I think it wouldn't surprise me if that happens because I feel like Nakamura as well has been on SmackDown the whole time in, in his WWE career. And I feel like swapping the titles over might freshen things up nicely. Hmm. I, I don't know, but yeah, the it's match possible. itself, so, we, didn't, we haven't really spoken about that yet. I, I'm going to start with some negatives. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Not enough to be a skid mark at all. Um, I thought this was quite a clumsy match. For the, for the grade of superstars in the match, for how good we know they can be, there was a lot of um, sort of blunders that made it look really clumsy. There was a few spots and I was like, oh, 
And the biggest spot was when Priest fell off the apron. That that looked like it hurt. And yeah, that definitely wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> um, I remember the, that the, one. I don't remember loads, but I remember it that just, one. Just when I was watching, I just thought this doesn't seem to flow. Um, I mean, I I think Jeff Hardy matches nowadays tend to be a bit. I think I mentioned it last week on the pod that Jeff Hardy matches nowadays tend to be a bit clunky anyway. Maybe that was the case because um, when you watch Shane, he's just, he's just not a smooth, he's not a smooth wrestler anymore, Jeff Hardy. No. Like, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I suppose that's his style in a way, isn't it? But yeah, yeah I, I guess it's just, just for the calibre of superstars, it just didn't look as crisp. But maybe I've come to expect too much from them. And the finish as well, to have such Roll a up. good match why end it with a roll-up? Just give someone a finisher. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, I, I guess the in the end, the reason they did it is because they did the match on Raw again to, to try and make Raw better. But that is... We didn't know that. We didn't need that. We didn't know that at the time when we were watching the match either, did we? So, it, yeah, it was a bit weird that they did a roll-up finish here. I was a little I really bit, enjoyed the match, though. I thought, besides, yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty good, this match. Um, again, not you know, it's extreme rules. Could they have done more extreme stuff? Definitely. But I think they made up for it on Monday because Seamus and Priest oh, really went rules, at it. They, it? they really went <laughs> at it. Um, so it was a little yes. bit disappointing in that sense. I was expecting Jeff Hardy to, he's an extreme, you know, he's Mr. Extreme, really. And I thought maybe Jeff's going to do something mad and we didn't get anything like that. The double so that swanton was, bomb was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that was cool, but mm, it was kind of just know. a regular move. But I thought he had it there. There were some good spots in there, some decent, couple of decent near falls where Jeff nearly won as well. And the crowd were so, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, I think, Kearney, but the crowd yeah. was so into Jeff Hardy at the moment. I just um, thought Vince might have heard that reaction. Like, and it was on a couple of rolls before. Ever since that uh, 24-7 title thing with Jeff Hardy, he's had some real backing. Like, he, he always does, but so I, he, so I always note his reactions because he gets such a big cheer from the crowd. And I thought, I thought Vince may, may just go with it. Just please the crowd, get Jeff Hardy to win the title and move Priest up. I thought it all made sense. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, he didn't even, I mean, he lost his match on Monday as well on it in a six-man random tag team match. So obviously Vince oh, yeah. is, the, the Jeff Hardy push is, if you can call it that, is probably over already in, in that sense. I think he just did it to appease the fans, honestly. Put him in mm. a high-profile spot for one week just to shut people up a bit. After it was my skid mark a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, probably. Probably, you probably heard that and thought, <laughs> "I need to do something about it." Yeah. Um, but... Let's put. Let's move on now to Bianca v Becky, um, which had a non-finish. Yeah, this on uh, extreme rules. This I, annoyed I me. Like, oh, obviously, Sasha coming back is great, and I think it was going to happen soon. Um, but they could have done it after the match. I just want to see a proper Becky Bianca match. Like I know we, we saw one in, in it was WWE a, live. Honestly, and the, the match they did here, because it wasn't a quick DQ after two minutes to end the match. The match they actually did here was brilliant. It was a very, mm. very good match, I thought. I honestly thought it was in ring wise one of the best matches of the night. Yeah. Like I say, better than Charlotte and Alexa for me in terms of wrestling quality. But to do that finish on a, on an extreme rules show for me. I mean, it nearly made my skid mark, but I think, think we've, the reason we haven't gone for skid marks on extreme rules is because we're talking about everything in such so much detail. I think skid marks is more random. I think, um, I think mm. my skid mark would have been you making that skid mark, to be honest. 
So huh? we, we, we I have a different opinion of this. Oh, considering I'm quite negative. Um, I was hyped for this match. The crowd was going absolutely mental. And although we saw Becky WWE live, so we sort of had an inkling of what to expect. I thought she looked absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, I thought she was great in this match. Uh, yeah, Blair, I agree always, with you up to this point. Absolutely incredible. Um, this was actually my favourite match of the night in terms of in-ring yeah. performance. Oh, I same here, same here, possibly. I think it was excellent. Um, I I don't mind the finish. The, the reason being, I don't think they want Belair to actually get pinned. I think the reason for this is she's going to get drafted away from Sasha and Becky. You've got the two big stars now. Raw is not as strong. So let's take Belair over and give her another, give, make Belair the big star. And if we get a Charlotte Belair feud, if not now, but further down the line, that could be amazing. So I, I think the reason they've brought Sasha in during the match is so Belair doesn't take the pin. And she still looks as strong as she has done since WrestleMania, really. Well, especially as she came in during the KOD setup. She yeah. was about to hit a KOD on win, Becky. Yeah. They're showing That's that a good she, point. she's the mm. best in WWE is what they're I, I think you make a very good point. And if if that happens, then I, I, I can kind of understand it. And I think, actually, yeah, that, that made sense. But we don't know for certain that that's going to happen. I'll tap up yet. my boy Vince and tell and, uh, him they're going to win. And, um, but I just think that when you've got an Extreme Rules pay-per-view, and it, it, it wasn't this finish in isolation. It's when the roll-up was the match before. You had, obviously, the finish we'll get to in the main event. And then you put this one on there as well. And I just was like... Well, it's, it's, is Sasha Return overshadowed? The this fact is three in a row as well, finishes. The last three annoying. matches all had funny finishes. It's just annoying because, like you said at um, SummerSlam, Krusty, with, you know, Becky's return. You know, we love Becky coming back. And then it was kind of ruined by what it was. You know what? You know, they had a match Sasha... this time, didn't yeah. they? they? Oh, yeah. But, no, but I'm just talking about for Sasha Banks' return. So Sasha Banks yes. is my, you know, she's my favourite female wrestler. Yeah. I love her. And for her, I was so excited to see her. But then for to just DQ the match, I was kind of like, oh, no. Like, I was disappointed the match didn't have a conclusion and it kind of made me not want... I want to see the tri- I want to see a triple threat between the three of them. That was going to be amazing. But it kind of put me down on Sasha a little bit already. And I don't... Like, in the same way you did to Be- Becky, they can recover it. I'm sure, like, yeah. this week on SmackDown, they'll do a great segment and it'll be recovered. But yeah, it's just, I, it's I just, just don't feel feeling. the same about this one as I did with SummerSlam. But I think that's because I know Sasha's come back after a short break. Becky had come back after a really long... Um, Sasha yeah, hasn't yeah. come and taken the title. No, well, no, <laughs> that, Bianca, that, that is which, true. Which was insane. I think it was awesome, especially the fact that she then, like, made it look like she was going to be friendly with Becky and then gave yeah. her a beatdown. I thought I thought it was cool. I, I do. I agree we had too many weird finishes on this. I, and I just, I just think the thing that sits wrong with me is the fact that it's, it, if it's extreme rules. If, they did the, if the pay-per-view was called Fastlane or Payback, I probably wouldn't be as bothered. I think it's the fact that it's meant to be extreme rules and it matches yeah. are supposed to have, you know, extreme... I mean, maybe she could have costed a match. Yeah. But not DQ. Um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think that's a bigger WWE problem, though, in the fact that they set up these pay-per-views with predetermined names, like extreme rules, like Hell in a Cell. So, like, a pay-per-view shouldn't necessarily apart from war rumble and money in the bank 
a pay-per-view shouldn't necessarily have like a, a stipulation throughout the show. Extreme yeah. Rules matches totally should, should be because feuds have got to that point. Exactly. Rather than having, oh, here's Extreme Rules match, or what should we make Extreme? And they, they made nothing Extreme, really, apart from the main event. Um, but, you know, and same with Head in the Cell. Head in the Cell matches are as a result of a long feud. They're not just, oh, yeah. we've got a Head in the Cell pay-per-view, so what should we put in there? Exactly, like, I agree with you 100%. So I, I think they need to look at that in general. One, um, one thing up quickly on this match, just before we sort of end on it. One thing I did like after the after Sasha had interfered is I really liked the interaction between Becky and Sasha. Uh, it's been a meme. It's been a meme uh, Becky's with Becky's face up. with her thumb up. She's like, <laughs> I mean, you can't see. You're listening to a podcast. You can't see me, but these guys can. Yeah. And, she look, and then she's like, looks are we friends? She looks at her like, thanks. Are we are we pals? Like, and then Sasha beats her up as well. And I thought mm. Sasha beating her up as well made it better because yeah, that's why I liked she, the whole thing. Because it, it was like I, Sasha's I going. It. She's not just going for Belair. She wants Becky in the title as well. I like that aspect of it. I just would have preferred it after a finish. I think. That's that's my only criticism. But the match itself, like you say, I think I agree with you, Krusty, on on it being the best, maybe not the best, but certainly one of the best in ring matches of the night. Mm. It was right up there. I mean, is I think the main event might top it, but is is Sasha a heel? Oh yeah, she, she has to be yeah because she she attacked hundred percent, hundred percent. She is. And how does Sasha if, Banks should always be a heel in my eyes? By the if, way, I'd like if, her, but yeah, if if Krusty's idea is true and Bianca goes to Raw. Did we get a Sasha Becky Hill v Hill feud for the title? I'd love that. Let's not. Oh, oh, they, they turn Becky face now. I, I personally I think not. we'll we'll get a triple threat match first, and then maybe Sasha will take the pin, and that'll be kind of it. And Bianca might still get. I, I could actually see Bianca going. Over, I think that's a good shout. Bianca going over to Raw and the Street Profits with the with her obviously as well. Most likely, I think that makes sense because they both lost at the pay per view. Street mm. Profits now probably won't go for the titles again. I don't, yeah, I don't think technically so. Technically won by DQ. I mean, she technically won, but I don't, she might get that match, triple threat match for the title and then lose and not, maybe not take the pin like Krusty says. And then they get moved over to Raw. You can do Bianca B, Charlotte. And also you could Street Profits for any, whoever the champs are down the line, you know? Yeah. All right. So let's get into the main event, shall we? Main event time. So I'll, I'll, I'll kick off here. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm actually quite torn on this ending. I'm in the camp of let's wait and see whether this is a good idea or not. I don't think you can jump too quickly on this. If they pay it off and they come up with some reason why the ropes broke, whether it's like, I don't know, there's like some, some footage and like, Paul Heyman, like, I would like paid someone to, to, or like the Usos. Or that, if there was a reason, yeah. or like, so I've heard a lot of like jokes about like John Cena because you can't see him like under the, under, <laughs> under the top rope. Um, and he has been feuding with Bala. He has, exactly. It would make sense. Kind but of. like, if, if they come up with a reason why the top rope broke, I think I'm, I'm happy with the ending because. Yeah, it, me too. It, because mm. you, you don't want Demon to lose cleanly and he didn't lose no. cleanly. Oh, so I think, but if if they just ignore it but and just my, carry my on, problem then, yeah, yeah. I think then, I then, agree, then, then it's then it's a problem. It's a problem. I, I I'll agree with you if they do do that. They've got again, us on that fishing line. I, I we think can't wait for SmackDown. The now, end. Yeah. The, the end. They've of, got us. The end of the pay per view for me suggested that they're not going to do, do anything because Roman was pointing up at the sky and thanking God for it. Like 
it was some sort of miracle. And if they're going down that route, that's rubbish. I'm sorry, but that's that's nonsense. Yeah, but you know what Roman's like. Maybe he's, I, he's I being... hope you're right, Sean. I, I think I, I he hope he's be. right. I hope he's right. I don't, I don't he's not he even is. a big guy. If it was, I mean, I don't know. If Omos was on the top rope. You'd buy it if the well, we've seen it before with like but... Mark Henry and Big Show when they did like a suplex off the top rope and the whole ring broke. That's yeah, fine. They're two massive guys jumping, but yeah, Finn Balor. Um, the only if if they but if they go down the route of oh he had all his demon powers surged up so that's why he's too powerful then uh, I'm 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 not for that. No, they, they, I don't want that. I want to see a legit I think they're going reason. down some some route like that, or just not, yeah, or but, they will completely ignore it. I don't think yeah. it's going to lead to see what I'm, happens on SmackDown, and we can yeah. skid it. And right even up even the week. bit before it with the the fiend, uh, I said the fiend then because it was like the fiend. The him was just like bouncing, like he was coming back yeah. to life, and and the red light well, reminded me of the bit fiend. Of that. Yeah, I, was, I, I actually just, didn't mind that myself. That made either. it feel oh, a little bit Undertaker where just, he used to be absolutely annihilated, then he'd sit up. That, that that's how it sort of felt. Yeah, that's the thing. With with WWE, we and these sort of characters, we have to suspend belief a little bit. Like like the fiend, obviously, we, you have to just Demon suspend your belief and this, think though. he's great. The demon never used to do stuff like well, that. Well, it's like looking yeah, at Kane and he has fire coming out the side of the ring. I mean mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but he was he was to give it a little bit under pressure and he had a resuscitation and I quite like that. And, and, that, and that his music was playing with... and then it suddenly stopped when he fell off the thing. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. I think the music playing that was really to me strange. like they'd messed up the uh like they'd messed up and it wasn't supposed to be playing. Um but, but I, I, I agree. I think I think it wasn't too bad if we get the result on Friday. If we don't, it was absolutely stupid. I was yeah. thinking, what on earth just happened? I don't. Um, I honestly, I feel like we're not going to get a lot with this. But I, I liked the demon not. kendo sticks. I thought that was good. I was going to say the spots in the match. Factor. If we actually get into the match itself, it was really, really it's good. Crazy. Entertaining. Loads of table spots. Kendo stick. The cool kendo sticks. Four of them stuck together. You know, there was some really good stuff in this match. It wasn't Roman a bad was match cool by any the, means. It was great. Denying the tables. I thought he was awesome. Yes. When, when he and, was like, no yeah. tables. I and think my favorite great. part was when he they fought into the crowd, and Roman was like. Safety first and put a mask on in the crowd because he doesn't want to get COVID off all the that is very uh, good, crowd. but maybe he actually has to do that medically because yeah. he has a medical. I know, condition. I know yeah, that, yeah. but it looked cool okay, yeah. because he's it because no, his character. Cool. Normal I saw some people like mocking it online. Oh, he looks stupid because like wrestlers don't wear masks when they're wrestling, obviously. But because he went into the crowd and he's had leukemia. Mm. He took sensible, and I just thought it looked. I actually thought it looked quite cool. I, I think it's actually an iconic, iconic image that we'll look back on over the COVID period and be like, oh, yeah, that's that's." The, I think it'd be a really cool image that sticks with us, like the Becky nose. I think Roman awesome. Um, th- there was just some great segments, as you said. Um, you know, I, I love the fighting in in the audience. Um, the Usos' interference was was awesome, yeah. Especially well, with Balor getting the better of the Usos as well, yeah. Um, and obviously that spear through the barricades. We've yeah. had a few of them lately, but I never. You get love a spear through the barricade, don't you? Yeah, no, there are some great spots where stuff goes everywhere, and it's just like, it's like, yeah, crowd goes wild. I go wild. A barricade or a chair being thrown at someone, not just a normal chair, but like a office chair from the announce desk i love anything like that um i liked the kick out after a low blow yeah that, the, that low blow segment. spot that Bala did on 
when he kicks out. Is that what you mean? The, on, you know, on, on Roman, yeah. That was, oh, that was such a good spot because Roman's done that to him and yeah. he's done it to other people. And I wasn't expecting it. I yeah. really wasn't expecting it. I was like, that is such a good callback. Like, yeah, yeah. that was a really good spot. I really like yeah, that. I think, I think Balor looked great in this match for nine, 95% of it. And obviously the ending. Yeah, until, until the, yeah. the ending. Um, but we'll, we'll see. And I think now, for me, as someone who's got really behind Finn Balor, and I really want to keep him protected, I, I'm just interested to see what happens next for Finn Balor. He's probably the wrestler I'm most invested in right now. Uh, on, and it's weird to say, because I, I just, I can't wait to see what they do with him. And I hope it's not nothing because he's called out John Cena. He's come close to beating Reigns. Like he had him um, on the ropes. No pun I'm intended. Pretty he said he's only had a couple of. Um, I'm sure he said he's only got a couple more years left that he mm. wants to do. Really, I wouldn't so. mind seeing him go over to Raw, maybe, or mm. keep him away from Reigns now, or something, and then you can have. I don't know, Balor v Cena, because Cena can go anywhere and then you build up Balor as a proper... Because now, because he, he came from NXT not, not that long ago and he's already a main event star, Finn Balor. He's, he's in terms of draft picks... I think it's a bit different to a normal... He's he was before, corner, though. Because he was before. Well, before he went to NXT, he was losing to Leo Rush. No, but he was also the first... Lashley, ever, he was the first Universal Champion, you know. Yeah. He was a no, star. I know. I, know I, he know. Had a, I know he had a mixed run on the main roster, but... He was pushed for significantly for a while, I would say. Um, yeah. Any any summary of extreme rules before we move on to other stuff? Um, Needed to be a bit more extreme. Yeah, but, it was an extreme. But I, I would overall, say, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say it was a. I would say it's one of WWE's weaker pay per views this year because they've had that's. I think pay per view wise, they've had a good standard. I think you know if you look at Money in the Bank was good, SummerSlam yeah. was good, WrestleMania was good. Yeah, no, I agree. There was um, a lot of. Um, I think. Like, it, it disappointed in terms of, and, and not because of the matches. I think the finishes let yeah, it down. The last three finishes are questionable. You have the weird Alexa Bliss of the tablet in the mouth. Just that's that's my takeaway moment. Of, and only one, of, of, and of and that only match. one match that was extreme. So. Yeah, and and then you have, you know, a random match made on the pre-show, opening the show with the WWE champion. That's not what WWE championship. What, be what doing, this pay-per-view really. felt like was. At the moment, they're really pushing Raw hard and making Raw good. And it felt like this was a setup pay-per-view to set up a TV show, which is normally the other way around. Your TV normally sets up pay-per-views. Mm. This felt like pay- the pay-per-view was there to set up Raw and SmackDown, which is, is very weird. I know it's a minor pay-per-view compared to the likes of Mania, but I, I feel like there was not much effort put into it in terms of booking thoughts and, and all that. And, and the card was quite small. No extreme matches. Luckily, the wrestlers, I think, saved it in terms of the matches they put on, I think, were good. And it was entertaining enough. That was That's basically my summary of it. Yeah, I, I can't really argue with that too much. I think, yeah, I, I think it was a poor pay-per-view, if you were comparing it to a pay-per-view this year. I think it was a poor one. It's, like it's on the lower end of the scale. Um and yeah, I, I the problem we always get around draft time and around Saudi time is this, this pay-per-views around that time. They're just so, I, honestly, if you look back over the years, these mm. pay-per-views around this time are never that good because no. their, their attention is just not there. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, no title changes, Oops. no big moments, really. No, let's move on to Monday Night Extreme Rules or Monday Night Raw, as it's normally called, um, because this was more extreme than Extreme Rules. Yeah, um, and I thought, I, I thought I thought I think we mentioned last week Raw. I said 
particularly that I thought was the best Raw of the year so far. And Raw's really picked up over the last two, three weeks. And I think this one continued on in that vein. Um, really, really strong main event. Some good stuff in the middle. Good opening stuff as well. Um, nothing on the show that really stank. Uh, there was a couple of things I didn't really like. Um, but most of it was pretty, pretty good, I thought. Yeah, I think the, the, the standout thing for me, which I was quite excited about, and I, I know we've discussed it for a few weeks before it was a bit of a fantasy dream, was the Hurt Business returning. Yeah, that was that was so cool. I mean, it was nice to get a reason for it. But, yeah, I, I would have loved a promo just from just from just seeing Cedric it was and, awesome. Um, I just liked them sort of coming out. It's as if and just acknowledging each other. I, like, I thought that was really cool. And on but a they, side note, I did predict this last week. You did. You don't get any you points. You did, for that. but we thought it was a bit more of a fantasy, didn't we? Kind of, but yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not that I surprised. Thought, I thought there's no oh, way Vinny they're going to do it. Oh, Vinny Max been texting again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fisher's got a hotline to McMahon. Um, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was, it was. Well, I'm very happy to see them back. Um, it just, I think Lashley needs it too at the moment. Yeah, I just think my first thought though is, why were they broken up ever? Like, why, why did they build up the hurt business so strong? Then he becomes champ, then they lose the group, then he loses the title, and now they bring him back again. I just think just if you have them with him the whole time, it doesn't make Lashley look any weaker. It doesn't make I, I just think it just helps them to um I, I just don't know why they ever broke them up. It's just a weird decision um f- for me. It is was a baffling one to do and it. And I think I think they them coming back together in the same old t-shirts with no real reason, uh, rhyme or reason is um, kind of proof that they maybe made a mistake and they thought, Oh God, let's, let's get them back together quickly. Well, I think I, it I think grows that... the brand though. The hurt, yeah. I think it gives a bit more depth to it. The fact that they split up and now they've come back and they know they were wrong. And Bobby's the man. Let's, let's back him up, especially with MVP not being there. Yeah, yeah, I just want—I just want to see a promo to, for them. I, to I feel like they—they they did it because obviously Big E is the person they're feuding with, and he's got the new day. And I feel like, like I say, I, I feel like the they might line, trade yeah. them over to to SmackDown, and Lashley would need some backup with the Bloodline, and I feel like that's the perfect thing to do. That's why that I feel like amazing. they've done it. I, that's why I feel like they've done it because I think they. I, I love a bit of a small stable feud. Yes, yeah, I think they're learning a bit from old WWE and AW here. Yeah, it's just good fun. And you can you can have so many different matches without it feeling the same. Yeah, exactly. I get so bored of the same people every week. But if you if you've got a stable of three plus people, you can have so many different tag matches, one on one matches, three versus threes, and it feels really good and not stale. So yeah, really really happy to see them back. Yeah, and obviously, so that kind of led into obviously that was during the opening opening match, which. Big E and Bobby Lashley opened the show for the WWE title. And when they said it was opening, I knew something fishy was going to happen because we've seen it last week where they did the, um, the six man uh, tag to open the show. The, um, yeah. And then, it, and then it led to the main event. And I, th- I knew they were going to do something similar here. So we've got the DQ, which it's a little bit frustrating at the time, but then when straight away, they rectified that by Adam Pierce coming out and going, no, we're not doing that main event, still cage match. Yeah. I was like, okay, fair enough. I was, everyone's going to want to stick around to watch that. So it's, it's fair enough. And the match we got in the steel cage 
was really, really good. Um, a great main event, like a, a WWE title match in a steel cage for the main event is is pretty uh, pretty decent between the two top stars on on the brand. And yeah. uh, Biggie coming out on top, and and now, like I say, Lashley doesn't lose too much from it, I don't think. And Biggie gets a a big, convincing one on one win against Lashley. Yeah, I I think Lashley still looks great despite losing, being pinned three times in two weeks or have you know have as soon it's been. But I think this just shows how how far we've come from Raw a month ago, two months ago, where. We were getting stupid matches. There's no like, just like no matches mattered on on Raw a couple of weeks ago, and now we have got this. This felt like old school WWE, where you would get a title match on on most Raws, and you would get and it all have finishes. It was and over stacks today. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, on this episode, it was like three three title matches. Did well, we? this, this is what I mean when I said that Extreme Rules felt like a chef had... setup show, you know, for Raw almost. Like Raw was bigger than Extreme Rules for me, really. We technically had five title matches. Although no, the first one was, um, we had two WWE title matches yeah, officially, and one was twenty four seven, which is another fact counts. But yeah, we had we had a lot of title matches. Um, none of them really um, anything you thought there was going to be a, a change change of the titles but um yeah i i've i i've yeah i think i've pretty much said what i wanted to say i think it was a really good match and um yeah just so happy to see biggie get a win and then that led to drew mcintyre with a sword pointing at him that was cool at the end I it was that. cool i just <sighs> i didn't expect it yeah i don't really know I didn't either so i think there's a couple of reasons they could do this I think they could, they can't turn Drew Hill surely. Um, they could just have a, a a match, which I think is what's going to happen. They're going to have this match on Raw next week before Drew moves over. Uh, that's my prediction. It'd be quite cool it's, actually it's if you had someone who hadn't yeah, been drafted yet interfere. A yeah. big name who wasn't going who wasn't picked and then suddenly comes out. Edge or something. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I'm just trying to think. I can't that. imagine that, but yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I can't see this being a long term feud. It, it doesn't no, I, seem. I, I, I don't think it is either. I, mean, I, I like really think Drew's viewers, going to isn't it, next week. Yeah. 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 I think Drew's going to smack down. I think that's. <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. I, I, I think that's what it is. I think it's just a, a one week thing. Um, nothing's been announced yet for Raw, but I wonder whether. Maybe Drew gets drafted on SmackDown on Friday, and Biggie's still on SmackDown officially. So maybe they can interact on SmackDown there, and they arrange the match for Raw on Monday. Yeah, maybe that's that's what I would imagine from that. So, super big ending was cool. Just wanted to say. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That was, very cool, that was yeah. a great ending because and I the fact it... that he'd tried to hit it, didn't manage it, but then went again. Well, yeah, that was great. Because normally he does win with one big ending, but like they protected Lashley by not having him. But he kicked out the first one, and then they did the super one, which it's great cool. and also refreshing to see two big guys. These are not small. These these guys are oh, yeah, massive fighting and having an interesting high pace match. It's, it wasn't slow and boring and sluggish like some of these big matches you have when you put two mm. big guys together. It was really good. Um, yeah. Really, really impressed with them. They, they are so good in ring. Uh, credit to both of them. 
Yeah, so we'll move on to other things on the show. Um, so, Keith Lee. Oh, you want to talk about Keith Lee? I just want a little return. Is he turning yeah. heel? He, he seemed it. There was a promo we did on Raw Talk as well afterwards, which definitely seemed like a heel promo. I have heard as well on, on online on the dirt sheets that um, mm. Keith Lee is going to be. Is gonna I think be, that um, might suit him. I think it will suit him. He's such an explosive and he needs of- it character that he could be angry and not he could well, be angry and also and really i've always felt people. his promo work has never been massively face the way he talks is very like he seems quite arrogant the way he arrogant, talks yeah. yeah so i i i've always thought his promo style didn't suit being a face it'll be interesting i'm looking for to see what they do and obviously he came back and he just squashed tozawa as you'd expect <laughs> Poor um. <old> tozawa. <laughs> i miss randomly shouting ah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's that's just our place now, isn't uh, it? No. Yeah. He's a um, comedy wrestler, so yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, really happy about that actually. Yeah, um, I think the fact that back. he had such a staggered and disrupted face start on the roster is, mm. is a great idea to turn him and I'll not try and what, pick up where he left off. If we got Keith Levy Big E eventually, that could be amazing. Oh. So yeah. <clears throat> Keith yeah. Keith Lee's insane. Um I wanted to bring up Shayna Baszler as yep. well. Um, yes. I just think she's exactly what I want Shayna Baszler to be. She, yeah. She's she's destroying people. Week, she, she's she's breaking their arms, and I'm assuming, like again, do we think they're turning her face because she's done it to Nia Jackson, Eva Marie now? Yeah, no, like, no, no. I they're think if, if there's two people, like there's two people you want to injure to get the fans on your side. It's them two. I know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but in a heel way, though. It is. Still but maybe she's they like was... a badass face. I think she's kind of a tweener at the moment. Like, you know, like you say, she's doing it to heal. You can't she's have doing it in a heelish way. Arm as a face. <laughs> fans will cheer. I'm, I'm telling you, fans will cheer. Her. They were. They were shouting one That's more time. That's fine. Yeah. It's like Roman, isn't it? it yeah. You, you get cheers for him, but he's a he's a nasty man. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a, a bad naughty, boy. He's a, he's a very naughty boy, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's a, it's an interesting one. It'll be interesting to see who she goes into a proper feud with. I'm expecting eventually it to lead to Shayna and Charlotte. Hopefully, um, if Belair comes over, we could mate, finally have Belair beat. You mentioned Shana. every week. I mean, I'm still going on about this. <laughs> Why didn't she beat her for the title NXT title all that time ago? I don't know. No. It's weird that she didn't ever win the NXT. Me that did. How many times did they have? That should be like your running skid mark. That like, (laughs) I'm disgusted by that. I'm glad that she then came and trumped it by winning at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Becky Lynch beat her with one rock bottom. (laughs) Uh, Just want to say, you, Vince. A little thing that I liked about Shayna Baszler on this show was she had a pack of cards with her. I just quite like that. She, she's she's the queen of spades. Before, but... No, she, yeah, but not known roster. She hasn't. She, she's... I have, I've seen her doing it in the background. In, in oh, okay, okay. I, I haven't noticed. It's it. very subtle. She just does and it. It was just randomly. something like just a little thing that she used to do. And I was like, oh yeah, get the get you know get your cards back. Stop breaking people's arms. I, I'm 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 well behind Shayna Baszler now. It yeah, makes me cringe when that. she does that because one oh, it, slip, it, 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 it you looks... would you would break something if you stood on that. Arm. I'd be interested to see. If because obviously I've heard that Nia is going to be written off TV for a while now after that because of the injury angle, be interesting to see if Eva be. Marie is as well. But Eva Marie's either um, going to go or she's going to be a manager or just 
and just get out of wrestling because she's got her arm for like yeah. months. I want to see even Rhea yeah. cast on her arm managing some massive heel and woman. I, it's interesting though because you've got those two apparently. Imagine if she people. managed Shayna. <laughs> yeah. That could be quite cool. And um, yeah. the, the other thing as well is apparently Alexa Bliss is going to be off TV, is taking some time off for a while. So that could be three women raw. Obviously, the, the draft's coming up and there's gonna be, I'm sure there's going to be, I've heard there's going to be significant NXT call-ups, which we speculated Dakota last week. Kai. I think we're going to get Well, I'd be surprised if one of the main three on SmackDown didn't come over. Yeah. Shayna, oh, Shayna, God. Belair. So, yeah, Sasha, Belair or Becky, one of them's coming over. Yeah, I don't think it's Becky, but the other two, yeah. It's only Becky if Charlotte goes the other way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting mm. note on the women's division, really, because I think they're going to be yeah. down a couple mm. of names. Um, the other thing is, I think there was a couple of great ma- other. We, we mentioned the main event being a really good match. I thought there were two other ma- matches on this show that were really, really strong. Yeah. Um, we mentioned, obviously, Extreme Rules. We've got the triple threat, but the one-on-one match between Priest and Sheamus here. Oh, I mean, wow. the welts on their backs... They really mm. went for it. And this was, they didn't call it an Extreme Rules match because I think they felt it was embarrassing that they didn't do an Extreme Rules match at the pay-per-view. There was a no DQ, no count-out match, which is exactly the same thing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, they just went for it and they went all out and it was brilliant. It and was. we got a proper finish here with a reckoning, Krusty, which I know you're like. Yeah, and I just oh, want to... Oh yeah, the reckoning is such a good move as well. It is brilliant. I just, I just want to give more props to Sheamus again because... He doesn't do anything by half, does he, Seamus? He, he comes out of every match with a bloody nose or, like, something. He's, he's mad. He's in surgery guy. again I now. think he's, he's been in that long, again. but, he, but he's, not, he's got star power, but he's not right up there. That I mm. think he needs to perform like that to stay relevant. He's um, just I thought so he was going good. years ago, but he's just kept on going. And I, I did think when this match was announced, I was thinking, not again. Yeah, same. Come on, let's um, stop this. But actually, they blew it out of the water. I mean, that white noise off the apron through the table. Yeah, that was <laughs> I mad. was like, whoa, this is, not, this is not Monday Night Raw. I mean, really, that should have been what happened. Of course. I think it should have been the other way around. I think we should have had the triple threat on Raw and that extreme rules. That definitely passed for one of the best matches of the night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great match. Really loved it. Yeah. And then I think the other one you're going to mention, Fish, is Riddle AJ. Oh, yeah, this, this again a bit like Krusty said. Um, when they announced they were doing this match, I kind of like, oh, these two teams have been feuding for a while now. Like, do we really need this? But when I watched it, I got so into the match because honestly, for a TV match, this was absolutely like amazing quality stuff. The intensity was insane, and and like, these two are great. Two, it made me think of Riddle when he was back in NXT. Yeah, and Matt, I thought Matt his Riddle's wrestling was so better. Good. So good, Matt Riddle. He, honestly, I just think he's whenever he's got a match, a one on one match, I'm I'm there, glued to my TV, get the popcorn out. I, I'm I'm ready for it. Absolutely love it. And I just thought this one was brilliant. And again, another clean finish. Yeah, which, um, I loved that. And AJ it's nice to see. and AJ the getting the win because AJ does lose that. a lot. Yeah. That's the problem you get with AJ in that tag team with Omos. They don't they're protecting Omos so much. AJ's the one that picks up the picks up the picks up the um Pinfall defeats. Yeah, you shouldn't be. So it's good to see him get a single. Yeah, this this match was awesome. Like, really, really, really good. And again, to get like three uh, matches of that caliber on Raw is great. Um, There's a couple of other good things. I was quite impressed um, by by Veer randomly. Yeah, I was just about to say random. (laughs) Randomly, Veer. Veer. Where did that come from? Hello, it's Veer fan club here. (laughs) Honestly, it was so good. I was like, 
Because normally they're just put to lose, right? I'm not just bothered on Shanky at all. No, Shanky can a... Shanky can shank off. Um, <laughs> but Veer. I was well impressed with it there. I was like, yeah, and oh, Jinder this as well. guy is good. I, I, I've got a newfound enjoyment of Jinder Mahal at the moment. It, just don't put a belt on him. I was honestly baffled when they won. I was so shocked when they won as well, because they always yeah. lose. And like, mm. it was Jeff Hardy, Ali and Mansoor. I was like, oh, they, these guys are just going to beat them in like two minutes. But a decent little match. And Veer just ran right and killed everyone. I was like, Veer, you're good, mate. <laughs> Found a new wrestler that I like. Sometimes they need to let them actually wrestle rather than just do silly things, running away from Drew McIntyre yeah. and interfering. And well, that's the first time I've really seen him do anything. And I was like, actually, yeah. he's good. Let him let him go, man. Let him let him have some decent matches. Let him wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> what a way what... to end the rule. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say to that. I, I, I forgot we were going to go to SmackDown first. So should we... I know SmackDown, obviously, yeah, is a bit have, awkward. Yeah, a little review of SmackDown. It was, it was yeah. before... I um, think... Extreme Rules. So we won't talk about anything that was kind of related to Extreme Rules in that sense. Like we won't bother talking about Ray Roman and, and Finn because that we talked about that in Extreme Rules. But anything else that was on well, the show. I, I want to mention Montez Ford because this was his night, wasn't it? Um, yeah. He had no Dawkins and he went and had a one one match with Roman Reigns. It's so nice to see him main eventing a, a show against a top star. And he didn't look out of place, Montez Ford. Um, I've got a note here that the announce desk broke when he stood on it. Oh, that was Which I thought was quite funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That was a real botch, but they, to be fair, he recovered from it really well. It wasn't his fault. And And I loved Pat McAfee's line, by the way. Did you hear him when that happened? Because, you know, he always dances on it when Nakamura does his entrance. Mm. He was like, oh, it's because my fat ass was dancing on it earlier. (laughs) Yeah, Pat, Pat is great. Yeah, um, yeah. This was just a good, a really good main event match built up throughout the show, which I quite like when they do that. Um, they yeah. do it. They do it a lot on SmackDown. Actually, they build up matches throughout the night because it usually involves the bloodline in yeah. some way or they, another. They so, and they have to have Roman on TV about three or four times per show. So, I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was really good and um, j- just a very nice way to showcase Montez Ford. Um, the only thought I had off the back of this was similar to Otis with Tucker. Are they thinking, oh, actually, maybe he's better on his own Montez. I was just about to mention that. Was this test in the water? I, I felt like it might have been, own? yeah. He, I, I think he's got the potential to be a top He's star. always been the weak... Montez. Uh, um, Montez has always been the best out of the out yeah. Street Profits, 100%. But then when I saw Extreme Rules, I almost went back on myself and thought, and especially when we did our draft the other day and we were looking at the tag teams... I was thinking mm. they haven't actually got that many good male tag teams, which is why they've had to put like RK Bro together, which works amazingly. But you've had yeah. to bring two very good superstars together to make that. If they separate the Street Profits, are they losing probably, in my opinion, the second best male tag team yeah. on the I've, roster? I've, I think you're right. I think, yeah, um, it, it, they're, they're, most they're exciting. Yeah. I, I think it'd be a shame to lose them. I think few years time we could maybe have them feud similar to Otis and Tucker yeah I think then. it's too early still yeah I don't I but think yeah, test and Dawkins will end up getting lost yeah I just remember though there was a while where Tucker was away and had a few Otis singles matches and then Vince got an idea in his head and he ran with it and Tucker gets fired never to be seen again and Otis ends up going back into another tag team mm. um and I just I, I just don't want them to break up but 
that was my thought was this is like a, a test for Montez. Yeah. Great minds so, think alike. It was, it was awesome stuff. It was you a know, great match. They, for they him did. to get a one-on-one match with Roman, nobody, not many people are getting them these days. So no, yeah, no, it is. And, and just, he was worthy of it. Yeah, and just just to say on the other end of the scale, they, they did do the same thing with Jey Uso for a long time, and he's gone straight back into a tag team. Um, yeah, but they feel so. much more important on the back of it, to be fair. They they do, but um, they didn't they're, just, they're they didn't just shun Jimmy strong, to one side. And as much as I thought Jey was great, their men's roster is so strong. You, they need there isn't space for him. And the tag team is so weak that they, they need the Usos. Yeah. They're the best tag team yeah, in they are. WWE. If top three in the whole of wrestling. Mm. So, in my yeah. opinion, they're needed Definitely. as a tag. So, but you still can have these guys wrestle on their own, though. That's the crazy thing. Exactly. You do need to do that. So, moving it on a bit. So Something I wanted to mention was my man. I was just, that's what I was going to say as well. Yeah. So, this was... Obviously, he wasn't on um, Extreme Rules. So, he we can go into more detail of what you yeah, thought about. Yeah, so, just that promo. I, I was, thought he was going... To turn, to, starting to turn face, but wow, he's gone. He's turned even more hill than he was he's before. He's gone crazy. This is proper it's, intense stuff. He is it? the man, isn't he? He is just so good. I know it's no secret I'm a massive Seth Rollins fan, but I actually think he's crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, to say he's going to beat Edge up in front of his family, <laughs> I was like, wow, Seth, this is a, meant to be a family show, and you. Threatening someone. Uh, well, Keeney will get to that family. later on his skid mark, but um, <laughs> in terms of family-friendly stuff, definitely been a week of uh, <laughs> aggressive promos. I am. Um, last week we talked about Seth's promo because he did a long in-ring promo last week, didn't he? And we kind of mm. mentioned it. And I mentioned I thought it was too, a bit too long. It was good, but it was a bit repetitive. This for me was way better, way better, because mm. it was short. It was only like a minute or two backstage, but he got his work. What he he got to his point. And he's basically like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And I was like, okay, that's pretty, very intense promo, very, very well delivered. And this really got me intrigued to see what he does next. I just want to see Seth the Edge again. And they we, need we've to, make, to do it justice, though. That's the problem. They have to make it. <laughs> they have amazing. had two fantastic matches already. I, they I have. No that's the problem. It's this, the bar is so high. Um, this next one needs it. to have a stipulation. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe we do a career be something match, or maybe it gets because it seems to be that intense now. There's, I don't think a one on one match. Maybe they'll put their family enough. at the side of the ring and make them watch. Phoenix and Becky watching. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I think isn't Edge coming to SmackDown? He is this week. Yeah, I tomorrow. Thought- yeah. It's weird because I, you know, there's a lot of talk about him being away for a while, and he's back already. So interesting. Yeah, I. Just, I think the match is going to happen at Crown Jewel now. I, yeah, I, I was about. To I was say, saying I a while ago. I think that they were going to elongate it. To I was talking about even WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, but I, I don't think that's, that's happening. I think it's. Well, no, yeah, no, no, not with Edge coming back Friday. No, no it's happening. I Crown think Jewel. it needs to be done and dusted. Let's get Edge. In, uh, sorry, Edge. Let's get Seth in the title picture again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Other stuff from SmackDown, um, quickly. I, I mean, don't want to go too much into SmackDown because there's still so much to talk about in, in AEW and NXT. But um, there was a couple of other things. So a thing that wasn't on anything to do with Extreme Rules, just quickly mentioned, we've got um, a Happy Corbin uh, segment. 
with Kevin and uh, Kevin Owens, obviously they're feuding at the moment. It's not great stuff, but just one thing I thought gives an interesting dynamic to it is Riddick Moss's introduction randomly. I didn't think I'd be mentioning him. Um, yeah, I, I, I just looked at my notes and I realised I wrote Russian Moss, not, not Riddick <laughs> Russian Moss. Moss. So, um, I, I got it all wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I'm intrigued to see what happens there. That's something. I mean, he's just been sat on the, He's a guy that's been sat on the sidelines since, basically since, you know, when they did Raw Underground and he was involved in that a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we've seen him since good. that. Also means Corbin, Happy Corbin sticking around for a while, which I'm and he's got about. and he's got a a guy now, like a a guy to take the matches for him and things like that, which yeah, makes yeah. it. And I, what I loved about Riddick Moss is he matched Corbin's happiness. He was so like over the top <laughs> happy. I loved it. Yeah, I, I think he. I think he played it really well. Riddick I think Moss. we could enjoy this. I really. Yeah, do. for someone I I know almost nothing about Riddick Moss. I've barely ever seen him wrestle. I, if I was... we have Corbin doing promos and hitting a deep six um, and a end of days, just that's it. Riddick Moss could do the rest of the wrestling. That's me happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy like Happy Corbin. And another tag team potentially on in the tag division. Potentially, it yeah. could be cool if they do that. We've never seen Corbin in the tag team before. No. no. I think and he could let him do most of the work and then just come in and hit his two big moves. Yeah, Ooh, and I'm I'm happy for an obnoxious, really over the top happy duo to, to, to be around. So yeah, I, I thought this was kind actually. of interesting. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see what happens there. I think there was one other thing we wanted to mention from SmackDown. I know Crusty, you were had it on your list, so I'll let you take it away. And I have some thoughts on it myself. Which one? Oh, sorry. I was on about the. I was on about. Well, obviously, we've got Liv and Carmella at Extreme Rules, but we've got Liv he's Zelina here, and you were talking oh. about. And I just want to say, I, f- from my point of view, the thing I was annoyed about. I don't think this is the same exactly the same point. I was really annoyed during this match because all they kept doing was cutting to the Carmella laying on the table. She was just laying yeah. on the announce table, and they barely showed any of the match. Honestly, Zelina Vega and Liv Morgan were a complete after four, and it was just Carmella laying on a table. Is this enough complaint about Zena Vega's booking, Fish? No, it's no, it's not that. <laughs> Fourth week Are in a row. Manager? <laughs> Are you, it's, you it's not. Royalties? I hate it when they do Get a the match. camera on Zena Vega. I hate it when they do matches and then all it does is cut to the person on the commentary and mm. keeps showing them and yeah. makes it all about the commentary, not what's going about in the ring. I hate that. That's no, a, I a thing I, I get, really. I get what you're hate. saying, yeah. And, they, yeah, and, and in this match, to me, it was really over. They did it a lot. Um, because Carmella's gimmick is I'm the most beautiful woman. They so, kept just cutting to her laying on a table, and I was like, can I just see Liv wrestle, please? I've got a big issue with this storyline. One, it's almost a complete rip-off of um, Dewdrop Eva Marie with the very similar look at me, I'm beautiful and amazing, you're not. But this doesn't really work with Liv Morgan. I don't no. understand. It's like, I'm beautiful, you're not, and it doesn't really work like that. Um yeah, it's a strange one. I, I, I don't is, think I don't like this storyline anyway. This is something from the early 2000s, 1990s we used to have. We need to get away from this sort of story. Oh, yeah, and it, like you yeah, say, I, I don't think it makes any sense. It doesn't make any sense any. at all. None. Um, it just um, doesn't happen in the men's division. You don't see a man be like, oh, I'm way more attractive than you. Like, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so it should, it should I mean, happen. It Apart from Angel Garza and Humberto Correa, that's kind of like a gimmick. But I, with them, it's in a charming way, not like they don't talk down to. Do you know what I mean? They're like, we're really handsome. Yeah, yeah. If, if they start having to go Otis or something, then, then it's yeah. I mean, they do do it. They call people short and they do call people Otis fat. No, it does happen. Sure. But it's not as noticeable. <laughs> it's not as bad. They do it with the women far more often and far more, they go f- way more personal. And it just feels to be like, it's almost like the default, 
oh, we need yeah. two women to feud. What should we do? Well, one of them's more attractive than the other. Let's let's do it. Let's do that yeah, storyline. Exactly. It's just stupid. Shouldn't you happen. want the storyline like Becky and Belair and Sasha when it's all about in ring skill, arrogance of that. Well, not, just something different. Just Alexa Charlotte's fine. Dude, that's a great. Yeah. I, I'm happy with that feud. Like, there's just better ways to do things, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, was, right. there anything, was there anything else, Krusty? Because you said which one? So just, just it. Naomi and Sonya's still oh, stringing yes. along. I love that storyline so much. Yeah, I just what, hope what, it's given justice. Just see what is, is going to come of that. And what I actually liked as well is Sonya mentioned Naomi on Raw. Yeah, she did. Which um, was like a nice little... Something big's coming. Yeah, there's, they're, they're, they're keeping it going. So I think, yeah, yeah I'm, really so looking to, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I, I want to see Naomi go go batshit crazy on her and just, yeah, like, and then join her with a bloodline. She's yeah. such a good in ring wrestler. We They need to use Naomi now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, 100%. that's all I had. That's all she wrote. All right. Shall we? Um, is there anything else, Kenny, from you from SmackDown? No, I think I'm ready NXT? to move on to NXT. Let's move on to NXT. Um, so I think the main talking point from NXT, this NXT was all about, that was advertised as all about the women. And NXT is, has been very good at showcasing women's talent uh, over the years anyway. Always had a strong women's division and always pushed them in a serious way. Um, and this show had toxic attraction all over it, really. They had a tag, yep. match, tag match with Io and Zoe, which I'll get to in a minute, because I was very shocked at the outcome of this match. I, I was about to say the same thing, yeah. Um, and then the main event, they obviously attack Raquel after. Um, but I couldn't believe they didn't win the tag titles here. I was so shocked. And I, d- I don't think it's the right decision, if I'm being honest. No, I, I thought it was nailed on. I thought there's no way Io's saying on NXT after after the draft. She's and just what is that team? It's not a, t- it's outlived a weird it. team. And yeah, I just thought... just. Give it, give it to the toxic attraction, especially if you're gonna have Mandy go after the title. We really make them a big like you don't see many big heel faction, uh, female factions like that. With with all the gold, with, you know, like Untreated Era or the Bloodline, you just don't see that in the women's division. So it would have been really cool to do, um, really unique as well to see Mandy go after the title with the tag champs by her side. Um, it's a strange decision. Um, Really good match, though, I thought, by the way. I thought it, was a, it really delivered in ring, this match. I thought it, Zoe it Stark did. looked better yeah. than she's looked in a while. Um, I was impressed with JC Jane's wrestling. I've not seen a lot of her. I, I like Gigi Dolan anyway. Um, and um, obviously, Eo's like one of the best women wrestlers in the world. So it's nothing surprising about her being good. Um, but yeah, I actually thought the match was really good. I was just shocked when they, they, when they retained the title. So I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I agree. And... I, I, I thought as well, I, I actually don't think the main event match lived up to being a main event title match. I, 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 I don't think it was... The tag match was better by, by a distance. Yeah, I, I so far have been really disappointed with Frankie Monet on in NXT. I just don't think it's worked. And I thought, oh, once she gets in rings, I've barely seen her wrestle. Once she gets in rings, she'll be fine. Uh, I just don't think this main think event worked. Main I was expecting a big deal because I've not seen her wrestle and I was expecting a big deal. And I was Yeah, I've, I've seen her wrestle. This. I actually watched um, Impact a lot when she was the champ over there um, a couple of years back. And I thought, oh, this, she, she's she's quality. Um, she, she, she was top draw. And, well, given Impact's roster, maybe it was, it was you know, exaggerated. But, um, yeah, it just didn't do it for me, this main event at all. No, and again, actually, especially after um, EO and um, Thingy Zoe Stark retained, I actually thought we might get a title change here, but purely because none, there was three title matches on the show, 
and none of the other titles changed hands. And I was kind of like, maybe they're going to do a big shock in the main event and Frankie Monet's going to win and Raquel then can go up to the main roster with the draft coming up. But mine mm. made sense. But yeah, nothing. I just, I, I like the beatdown afterwards. I really like um, Toxic Attraction. I think they're one of the best things about the new NXT. I like the uh, callback to Nexus by Wade Barrett as well. Yes, because they surrounded the ring, didn't they? That was, yeah. that was good. Did like that callback. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I want Mandy Rose to be NXT Women's Champion. I'm not quite sure I how I feel about that. I wouldn't mind it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know, but... I know it feels like a step back in terms of she's not someone for the future. She's been on the main roster. She's been around ages, but, you know. Yeah, but she was on, someone she was on NXT her a bit long. more of a big deal, doesn't it? Yeah, she was on NXT for long before, and she didn't do much in NXT when she was there. Like, she was never fighting for the title. She was never a big star in NXT. No, that's so, that true. So yeah. if she does feel quite fresh in NXT. Um, and obviously with this group, it's very different. It is, yeah, it is. It is. I'm I'm intrigued. Toxic Attraction are the best thing about NXT at the moment. I I, I think... And the name is perfect. I think Von Breaker probably might be the best thing. I think he's great, but uh, he wasn't much on this show. Uh, He had a great little random promo where he said shit, um, Mm. which you don't often see on NXT. (laughs) It's great. Did you see Seth Rollins' tweet about this? No. He was just like, so we're allowed to swear on TV now, are we? Interesting. (laughs) And then hashtag shit. So maybe expect Seth Rollins to swear. In I didn't promos. see that, but what a legend. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ron Breaker said shit in his promo. So, which you don't get. Like, apparently they're trying to make NXT edgier. And you can tell that with the swearing, loads of sex references, which and the indie Hartwell stuff we'll get to. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm a um, big fan of that. Um, yeah, I know the honeymoon segment, you know, and obviously the, the toxic attraction thing. They're really like... Close up really camera. See how you could, sorry, just go way off of NXT. How can you question whether you're allowed to say shit and then say you're going to beat someone up in front of their children? I mean, yeah, it's I weird. Mean, the line stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird logic, isn't it? Um, well, and yeah. like, I just want to move on to the honeymoon quickly yeah. because this, again, this this pushed the boundaries. I think for what you used to seeing on um on on these sort of shows with the whole um condoms yeah uh, you just don't see that very often and like they they did the whole they did the pillow fight with all like the indie hardware uh, the noises that made me laugh because johnny was, I was like, like yeah this is this is this is great and um <laughs> i just i just love everything indie hardware does i absolutely love her and johnny gargano um yeah, and dexter Loomis. And, and, and also i have to mention johnny gargano's outfit he was wearing like some green suit with bananas on it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I absolutely love what he's wearing. To be honest, yeah, I'm not very observant. I didn't even notice. Oh, oh, I didn't God. notice that. But go back, go back, and look at his outfit. It's phenomenal. Liked his shark in the water. That is cool. <laughs> he had the best outfit, and then he did like a tweet saying um, the honeymoon was bananas with him in his outfit, which I loved. That's amazing. I, I just I love Johnny Gargano. God yeah, almighty. That's that. That segment was good. I mean, there was two segments on the show. I think the second one was better than the first one. The second one was really good. Um, yeah. On this, and, and with Dexter with all the condoms in his pocket when he was thinking. And the thumbs up. Uh, and the thumbs up. <laughs> it, was, it was a really funny, um, funny little. Yeah, I don't bit. know how they've, they've just got me. I don't, I don't know where they go from here now. Like, what do they do? They've had the wedding, the honeymoon. What, what do you do next? Like, I don't really know what they can do now. They've got to come back to wrestle at some point. Like, they're going to wrestle. Maybe the we, maybe we <laughs> yeah, move on to probably. a Dexter. Gargano tag team. I, I honestly have no idea. No idea what they do. Mm, it's odd. So, anything else to mention on that? Or should we move on to the next thing? Because I want to talk about something we've never spoken about before. A new guy that I'm actually 
I actually like is a lot of them, guys. Grayson Waller. Um, didn't know that much about this. The first time I saw mm. him, this guy irritated me because he was with Drake Maverick in a segment, and I was like, "What's this guy? He's a bit annoying." Mm. Um, but he hit in the, He had a cruiserweight. He came out last week and challenged Roderick Strong, and I was just like, "Whatever, I don't really care." Then he got in the ring, and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy!" Yeah, he was good. He's brilliant. He was good. Yeah, really fiery, fast-paced, frantic, proper cruiserweight action. And yeah. I was impressed. I, I, I was an instant fan after that. I was like, I'm a, I like Grayson Waller now. That's just who I am. You know, I'm a Grayson Waller fan. <laughs> I don't know who he is, really. I don't know anything about him. come back quickly, yeah. But no, he was, I thought he was awesome here. Um, and Roddy played his part well in that as well. And obviously, Roddy retained the title, which is the right decision. I mean, it would have been ridiculous for him to lose it already. But um, yeah, Grayson Waller put a really good showing in here. And now I, it, there's been a few acts on. I mean, we'll get to my skid marks later because I was torn between a couple of new NXT people that I'm not keen on, a couple of new acts. I don't get the gimmicks. But Grayson Waller was one of the ones, along with Brum Breaker and, and the Toxic Attraction, that I'm into now. I thought it was really good. Oh, yeah, because I, I kind of want to move on to the one I'm not into um, at the moment. And it is in a skid mark, so I, I think I can mention it now, is um, B-Fab. I, I'm just not. I'm sorry. She she should not be in matches wrestling on TV. She's not good enough. Um, I I said that last week. I thought her match was terrible last or a couple of weeks ago. I think she had her first match a couple of weeks ago. Terrible. And and this one again, not not good enough. Um, like I, she I thought, Electra was quite impressive. Um, I think she's I, she. I thought Electra was bang average, but in comparison, she was good. In fab, I think. Um, I, I completely get there's there's it's a, it's a developmental system and it, it's it's definitely gone back gone back to developmental from being the third brand it's definitely moved back and back in that regard, but Bfab just isn't ready to wrestle on TV. There's a reason I think she, was she was she was cutting promos for the first six months or however long we saw her on TV, and they've thrown a lecture in. Probably more for Electra than Bfab, and it's it's just not like you mentioned last week in your skip back fish that this whole rivalries now come down to the women. Yeah, it doesn't and, make sense. And me. it has turned me off, one hundred percent off this rivalry because I just don't, I, I don't want to see them two wrestle again. I, I just well Bfab mainly, and it's such a shame because I don't like saying this because I actually really am behind the Bfab character, but she just can't wrestle at the moment. She, she, the problem she, is she's her promos are so good. We expected yeah, a lot. They are. We're really excited for it. I'm hoping she, after a little while, though, she'll she'll grow and become better in ring. Because as you say, her character's so good. Yeah, um, just some spots in this match. I I just cringe and that almost almost tried to fast forward a little bit just to get through it. I, I just didn't she's very. It. I mean, the word they use is green. You know, inexperienced doesn't seem yeah. to you know. And you can see you can see she is. I think she's got potential. I think. A couple of years in developmental. Well, well the, 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 the good, thing but... is, there's a lot of green new acts on on the show, um, and none of them are anywhere near as bad as what she is in ring. So she she should should not be wrestling matches. I, I I'll be surprised if she wrestles again anytime soon after her last two matches, personally. And and it's a shame because I I I do love. Hit row. I do love B Fab the character. Um, I just don't want to see her wrestle anymore. And is it my skid mark? One I've, part I've um, mark. I did like, which wasn't by B Fab, was when um, I'm, I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name. The big dude, top, top dollar. dollar, top dollar. When he punched that bin, 
That was mm. mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we so, you know, some of the stuff they did outside and that was quite good. Um, yeah. yeah. I thought, like I said, I thought I think Electra Lopez looks quite quite decent. I can see her getting pushed up the card. Um, she won the match, so she, I think she's clearly the one they're going to push. She had to win the match. Good. If if I would have yeah. won this match, I'd have yeah. been kicking off. That, that'd be my skid mark. Um, so I think Electra may well sort of get more more TV time and and get pushed, but I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with BFAB, but hopefully the the um, the feud more concentrates on on Swerve. Swerve should be the, the main guy in that group wrestling, and he's got the ti- He's got a title. For he did so. mention that he's the champ, and he hasn't. Like... I know he kind of sarcastically was like, "When was yeah, the last time I developed my title?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've gone quite long, so let's move on. Is there anything else from NXT you really wanted to discuss? Just pretty interested in seeing where this big tag feud's going to go. Um, not much more to say on it, but the, oh, the yeah. men's tag division. Yeah, that, There's just was loads quite... of them coming out. I'm quite excited for that. I just think that's going to be really good. Well, not much to yeah, say at the moment. But... Another point on that, they brought out Briggs and um, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't remember their names. Um, yeah, them two. Yeah. And they've had one match and they lost it. And they're coming out and claiming for the tag titles. Like, all right, all right, guys. Like, you got to win a match I, first. I would have been happier if it was the Creed Brothers, I must admit. Yeah, that made more in, sense. In I, I get they do these segments so they bring out all challenges and oh, the tag division's great, but you have to win a match first. Just have think, a little to... tournament, I think. It'd be cool. Yeah, just give the belts to Grizzled Young Veterans. Oh, that, yes. They deserve it. They should have yeah, won they, it. They, yeah. they should have won it instead they of should... MSK. Mm. Well, especially MSK and... should have won it by like now to take it off them. That would have been perfect. Yeah. You know, because MSK were really new when they won it. I think you could have put yeah. them on someone like Grizzled Young Veterans and then... Who um... was the other team? I've forgotten the fourth team. That come out, um, Carmelo Hayes and Trick. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like them, which I like them, but I do think Carmelo going for the tag titles when he can go for any titles. I've bit, got a feeling that's what's going to happen. Right. Though. I know, same here, but I, I think it's a bit of a weird one. I, I don't get why you'd do that. Like, if you win money in the bank and then something, it's basically what that is, and then cashing in the tag I think titles, it could be weird. quite refreshing though, because I, I, it annoys me sometimes when everyone who wins money in the bank thinks they could win the main title and hold it. I think, well, especially if they they don't win it, I I would rather him yeah. cash in successfully on a tag titles and cash in unsuccessfully yeah, on the I think title. It makes the change, so. doesn't it? Makes it. I different. think the mid card a mid card title would have made more. Like if he'd have gone for Swerve, that would or, or the cruiserweight potentially because he's a cruiserweight, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. and and he did have a feud with Kashida, a little mini feud when he was yeah. champ. One of those two would have made more sense for me, but I, it's only a nitpick. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to some AW chat for anyone who's listening who's an AW fan and doesn't watch much wwe i apologize because we you know a lot of our podcast obviously we had the pay-per-view but a lot of our podcast there's so much so much wwe content to get through like we always kind of unless there's an aew pay-per-view or yeah like we'll see, we've week, just had a pay-per-view game. i actually think previous pods have actually been aw heavy because i think we've had the punk yeah, return we we, been, we, yeah. we've had the yeah. the dynamite grand slam we've had um all out We've, mm. I think we've led of AW a few times. I think it's it's a week where AW takes yeah. a bit of a backseat. I just meant this week. I just meant this yeah. week, really. You've had to wait quite a long time. Um, so, Ramp, I mean, Krusty, you haven't watched Dynamite yet, so we won't go into too much detail on Dynamite, although you, you did say you might just uh, we might just have a little have a little chat about it. But we'll talk about Rampage first, anyway, um, from last week. Uh, obviously, like SmackDown seems a long time ago now. It was a two-hour show, though, wasn't it? It was a proper but show. But it was a big show, yeah. And... Um, Obviously, CM Punk wrestled on it, which is only his second match back, his first TV match back against uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Really good match, I thought. Oh, I loved this show. match. 
I've yeah. been waiting to see. I mean, not only a, a punk match, obviously, I've wanted to see, but I've wanted to see Hobbs perform like really well in a match. And I actually am quite invested in this character in his character now. I never really liked him before because he was a bit overshadowed by Cage, in my opinion. He was the weaker and, of and the Starks, guys. really. Like Starks is the style of the show. Yeah, but I classed him as a different, a different style of wrestler. Well, yeah. I look at a big guy, yeah. and I think, yeah, there's another big guy. Um, mm. But I, I thought this match was really good. And, and oh, I when he drops him on his head, you guys, I, I um, yeah, that was a scary spot, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> on his head for a big guy. Yeah, there's a lot of weight going on, on, on that neck. Head. Yeah, um, I think we're forgiving it because it was, um, I guess, it is punks. Oh, is it? I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to watch takes, I, Yeah, I, I can't remember. I, I, my first reaction was it was Punk's fault, but I can't remember the spot off the top of my head. It was a week ago now. I don't. I, a lot of spots, I never know who to blame, unless it's really obvious. Yeah. I, I, I hope he's okay. And I think if not, Jack's involved, right, then I know so. who to blame. But I just, what I really like with Punk's return is he's not getting squash matches. It, yeah. He's really it having is to fight. Nice. And I, I would hate it if he just came and was beating everybody. But he's fighting these these really good uh, wrestlers. And although it's pretty obvious Punk's going to win, Hobbs made it convincing that he might not win. So, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this match. And I thought both of them, apart from that one segment where he got dropped on his head, I, I thought it was an awesome match. And I, I've come out liking both of them even more than I did when it went in. Yeah, I really Yeah, I, I think it's been a really good introduction from Punk to back into the wrestling because he's had two matches and they're, they're very opposites in terms of opponents. He's had Darby Allen who, who he can throw around. He's got Powerhouse Hobbs where it's small against a big guy and, and he's, he's shown himself in both. So I think it's been a really good showcase for, for Punk so far. And I think they've booked him really well. Um I, I would like to see him get into a proper feud now. Um, whether that happens or not, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure they've got something up their sleeve, but at the moment he's just having random matches. And I'm not particularly fussed on watching him against Ricky Starks, if that's what's going to happen. The next Team Taz member, I don't know. I'm just assuming here. Um, but I, I want to see him, him get a proper feud. Did they put him up for that title? Eventually. What, what, what the main title? Because no. I, think, I think we've got... FTW. FTW. It's not even a title. I don't care about that. I I actually could see him going for the FTW title and then them him losing by cheating, basically. Maybe. Maybe maybe this is a time to bring Brian Cage back into their stable to... Where is Brian Cage? It's been a long time. Well, that's the problem. He's become irrelevant. I'd bring him back into Team Taz by having him getting fed up with CM Punk beating the hell out of him during that match so he doesn't win the title mm. and then he's actually made kind of relevant again by being put in Team Taz because there's, there's just no place for him at the moment which he's, is he's, he's definitely been a um, victim of the big stars coming in big stars yeah. coming in he's definitely just taking a complete backseat Brian Cage I, still I think, think his comments about him being unhappy probably haven't helped as well it's probably, probably yeah because he's been quite backstage, vocal, I think he's got some backstage heat there maybe yeah. doesn't help um, so Moving on from that, there was a, a six-man tag team match between the Jungle Express and Christian Cage versus the super click of Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, which is some six-man tag. Insane. Uh, and it, it was it's just 
I can't, I can't remember. There's too many good spots in this match for me. To Something I like that Christian done, just a little small bit, was when he was doing press-ups <laughs> off of the back <laughs> of one of the bucks. I thought that was so cool. And it's like proper arrogant, which I like. I'm really impressed with Christian. I, I, I love he, has, he has been good. Um, I've made a few <laughs> notes on this match. Each one out okay. of them all, so. Yeah. I've um, made a few negative notes of this match, actually. Um, oh. First one, like, who the fuck is legal? Like, how are you meant to know who's legal in a match? Because it's just ridiculous. I, I, there's a lot who cares who's up. legal in It AW. does happen a lot in AW. But... It's, it happens a lot in, in Oh, a, my God, it winds me matches. up. I, I, like, people go to pin, so I, can you pin him? I don't know. And this happens in Young Buck matches a lot. It ends with about three or four finishes. One guy was just like, just calm down. Like, <laughs> I, I just, love that. Oh, it's just, it's just let's, let's my mind. It's, it's like a bloody. Like, let's not get a close pin off a body slam. Let's let's annihilate. No, <laughs> I, I, I would like to just see a Panama Sunrise pin or is um knee to back of the head or something. Oh, but it's that. Pan- it's now you kicks. said Panama Sunrise. That Panama Sunrise on Luchasaurus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What what? Pa- Luchasaurus, Adam Cole can Panama Sunrise wrestler, anyone. By the way. What a wrestler is Luchasaurus. Well, that's the first time I've heard that on the pod. Panama Sunrise yeah. is a lot on the guy taking it. Adam Cole makes it look great, but it, a lot of the move is on the other yeah. person being able to flip themselves. And that guy's what, six foot seven, like yeah. 270 pounds. That's insane. Um. Yeah, it's especially when Adam Cole's what five foot nine, five foot ten, to mm. to be able to get in that position, so he's not going to damage himself. Yeah, that was just a cool move, and props to Luchasaurus, my guy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this, it's, this is such a fun tag match. It is it? just too manic for me. I, I struggle with these matches. It's too much. Well, I don't. I, don't, I love I a bit don't, of chaos. Me, I literally don't know where you. to look. Oh God, yeah, Dynamite, couple- just way too many matches and just too much, and um. I, I can't do that. I've got oh, another. Wow. I've got another negative. Someone didn't have their cornflakes this morning. <laughs> wow. What's got, going on? I've got another, another negative note on um, uh, Rampage quickly, and it's to do with Matt Hardy again. Got another one. I actually didn't mind oh, Matt Hardy on this one. Fair enough. Well, they're doing a heavy hair match, yeah. We knew yeah, it was going to come. I don't like that. It's against Jack fucking Evans. Like, I'm not being funny. I, I don't care about Jack Evans. That's I what don't... I liked about. That's what I liked oh, about it. He got put it, it on me it. up. I know it's God. stupid. Like, I don't care. But I oh. liked Matt going, oh, yeah, I'll give you the mat. And then he gives it to Jack Evans. And Jack Evans is like, what the fuck? Like, Literally, I what, did what, like it. What I've written down, this was... I don't care about the match. At the time, but... I, I put, just when I thought I couldn't care any less about this match, they've gone and done it. They've made me care <laughs> less about a match I could not give a crap about already. <laughs> and I'm sorry, <laughs> right now, I can't deal with Matt Hardy. And I can't deal with Orange Cassidy because he's involved in this feud, unfortunately. I love Cassidy normally, but this has this just lost there, me. There was... I'm gone. Any thoughts on that, Krusty, before we move, I move on? Because, I mean, I, I didn't mind that. I thought it was okay. I, I just think... I don't care no, about I, I, I don't give it no. monkeys. I, I don't care at all, sorry. <laughs> One thing I was going to mention, and it kind of leads into Dynamite as well, because they mentioned it on Dynamite, was um, Jericho. Um, he got... There was the, they did a tag match, and he got taken out by all these UFC guys afterwards. Um, mm. They took Chris Jericho out, and they, the, the promo on Dynamite, kind of suggested that Jericho is going to be gone for a while. You know, they kind of said you won't see him again, almost, you know. Um, I don't think that he, he obviously he is going to yeah. come back, but just an interesting thing. Obviously, we thought that the MJF Jericho feud may lead to this, um, with Jericho maybe disappearing for a while or, or retiring altogether. 
but um, I'm not sure where this is going, but I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by it because I'm intrigued in anything Chris Jericho does because he's one of the goats. But yeah, um, well, at least we got a promo from um, Scorpio Sky Leaf and Page finally. I, I, I enjoyed the segment they did on Dynamite, and I it's I, about time we beat down angle. I found it hard to care because it's just loads of guys I don't know, like UFC guys I've never heard of. But there was a couple of guys in there that I actually recognised, which made it me care a little bit. Yeah, I don't know any of them. Um, that Masvidal guys are really well-known UFC fighter, I believe. So, and I was like, I recognise yeah, his name. Are, yeah. I recognise his name. I didn't, didn't know it by looking at him. I recognise, I was like, maybe if, you know, they do Jericho versus him in a match or something, like that could get mainstream appeal. So I understand the, the thought behind that. Um, so yeah, it's quite an interesting storyline. I thought that happened there. There wasn't a lot else from Rampage. There was the main event um, where... Uh, homicides know. come in at the end um, again kind of yes. outside it's, it's not a big enough person for me no. to particularly care about I, I know who, I've seen him before homicide but it, I did I did nothing for me uh, there wasn't a lot else I mean my, I, I've written down notes for um, the Anna Jay was it Anna Jay match um, I believe it was Anna Jay v Penelope Ford, Ford. Yeah. but my feed cut out before the, literally it went to an advert break and then it came back from the advert break and Justin Roberts was in the ring and announcing the next match. So I didn't even see who won that. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so this was yeah. segment. I Again, it's another one. I, I put way too much for one segment because it ends with Anna, uh, with Ty Conti, then the whole Dark Order come down and then two of the members of Dark Order don't shake hands. And it's, it's just too much. I, I like, just calm down. Just like, I, I they're, they're trying to fit too much into one show. And it, it, I, I just think it just got a bit stupid that whole segment of that match um but it's, it's not really the anna j match do you mean yeah yeah the yeah, one, yeah, one. yeah after the match ended it will just got a bit okay. stupid i didn't i didn't see this is literally my feet there, there was about 25 people in the ring at one point it was i just i don't know what's going on like I, i'm gonna care about this many people should we lead that off into dynamite yeah so i think there's there's two things worth of note here i think the opening match um adam colby jungle boy was Brilliant. Really, really, really yeah, exactly match, as what expect. you would expect from these two. And I really liked what happened afterwards as well. Um, the, the elite cut a great promo here, um, saying, you know, this guy's elite because of this, this guy's elite because of this. And then kind of, oh, we've got Mark, uh, Brandon, Brandon Cutler and uh, Michael Nakazara as well, by the way, kind of just like ribbing them. Um, yeah. Really fun promo. And then obviously Brian coming out as well and, and everything that happened there. I thought it was a really, really good way to open the show. Like a star studded opening because you had CM Punk come out hit his music, go on commentary, and then Adam Cole come out, have a match with Jungle Boy, then Kenny Omega come out, and the Young Bucks, you're like, bloody hell, this show's like, it felt wow. really stacked. That's, that's and, then Dan, do, and then Brian Danielson, like, you put your, all your stars in the start of the show there, and obviously you had Mox come out a bit later on as well, but like, that start of the show felt big time, like, really big time, and it was, it was really cool. Yeah, definitely, and then I think the other thing worth noting on Dynamite was the main event, obviously, because we had a title change. Um, yeah. Unfortunately for me, I, I found out beforehand before I watched that this was going to happen, so I kind, of, I kind of lost the shine. But what about for you, Fisher, being someone who watched it without knowing what was going to happen? Yeah, I I predicted it may happen after because obviously um, Fuego del Sol being mates with Sammy Guevara, it kind of made sense that if you're going to give Sammy the match, that he should win. Because otherwise, what's the point? But at the same time, mm. Miro was on such a good run as champ. I wasn't bothered if Miro carried on as champion as well. He didn't, doesn't really lose too much. He's still... But they had a really, dominant. really good match and a good main event. And, and I mm. think Sammy winning is really cool. 
yeah, um, I think it's a really good the only thing I want to see, the only thing I want to see with Sam, it was a really cool choice of champion. I think that title's kind of had a good lineage of, of champions. The only thing yes. I want to see, Sammy, is him have there's the inner circles feels like it's kind of just over. And loads of people come in the end and congratulate Sammy. And I know Jericho is obviously off the show at the moment for the reasons I've said. But mm-hmm. I'd like to see some sort of story tie up there um, where we can get some sort of conclusion to maybe the inner circle or or they help him or I, I don't know. It just feels like he's away from that now and we're Fred or Sol with no real explanation. Yeah, um, it's, but- again, it's, it's one of those friendships you would know if you watched Sammy's vlog, which I don't. But I, I was aware of their friendship because I've, I've, I've seen him tweet. Yeah, um, but it's just one of those friendships that's not an on-screen friendship. Just ha- comes on screen, and I think they just expect you to know that they're friends. Yeah, and um, they did a lot of AW. But in terms of the actual match itself, very, very good stuff. Like, really, yeah, really good. it was brilliant, and I, I'm um, so happy for Sammy. And so I, happy yeah, for him. It's about time because he's not really done much for a while. Yeah, um, I, I wish I would have watched that not knowing because I'd have, I'd have proper cheered. And um, and I think you just wanted to give a shout out to how they handled. Um, Brody Lee. Oh yeah, show. so the Bro- the Brody Lee thing. I just think obviously it was in Rochester, it's his hometown, and they were always going to do a tribute for the Brody on this show, and um, it was just a really cool moment. I mean, I know you weren't a fan of too many the tag match. I thought when I heard it was a sixteen man tag announced, I was like, that's a bit much. But <laughs> I think I messaged you as soon as they said sixteen man tag. I was like, oh god, but I, sixteen I can, men was too much. I can let them do it for this because it kind yeah. of played in. And I thought the way they did it with the Dark Order coming out and then Amanda Huber sending them back in and yeah, that, and that, then was, that was a good John moment, Silver yeah. was amazing in this match as well. By the way. I, um, I can't remember the match. It was too much for me. Fish. I can't remember what John happened. Silver running right, <laughs> running right on the outside was so cool. Um, too many so, people. Yeah, I just thought that that was really nice. I, I, I don't think we could mention Dynamite without mentioning that. I thought it was a really nice touch. Um, it's a shame we didn't get like um, a, an appearance from like Rowan or someone. There's a lot of rumours about Bray Wyatt on this show, but I didn't expect that because he's... I, I thought that would have been a cool thing if that had happened. I don't. I think he's non-compete still, not even up. But um, I thought maybe we would see Rowan because he was on the last one they did. Um, I thought yeah. maybe, you know, but um, obviously they did the the sixteen man tag, and I thought well it did work, and it was a fun fun little bit of stuff, a fun match, and with a good conclusion, and them all coming together at the end, it was kind of a feel good moment. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, let's move on to Krusty and everyone's favourite segment, the skid marks. Um, who 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 Delicious. wants who wants to kick off skid marks this week? I can kick off. Yep, go on. Go for it, Christy. So, my skid mark this week isn't really... It's not really about one section of um, of a show. Um, it's relating to the cage match on Raw. Nothing wrong with the match at all. It's just cage matches in general. I think it, uh, it shows how good I thought this week's wrestling shows were. Um there wasn't really anything that really stood out to me. I mean, we had a couple of roll-ups and things like that, but nothing that really was worthy of a skid mark. So the thing I really hate and I never understand is why in a cage match you've got, oh, this massive cage, everyone's going to get really bloodied up and they can't escape. Oh, but you can ask the ref to open the cage door and that wins. (laughs) That is the stupidest rule I've ever heard. I know AEW don't do that, yeah, I think they don't even do escape over the top. No, because the idea of submission. The AEW when they did their cage match explained that the idea of a cage match is to stop people getting in, not so that you can get out. Yeah, the idea is to stop people interfering in the match. I don't mind escaping over the top of a cage. I like escape over the top. It's quite fun. Yeah. That's not good as bad areas, because at least you? that is it, the you can door. Tease some good stuff. The they door should bolt that door shut, and if someone goes out of it. 
that's fine. Carry on fighting. Mm. It's just stupid because you get moments like today where they go to go out at the time they're definitely not going to get out unless somebody interferes. And then there's other times where they could have gone, all right, Lref, can I get out now? And they could have mm. walked out. They take an age to get you out. You could just say, Ref, open the door and dive out through the ropes. It's just the stupidest thing ever. Whose idea that was? And why yeah. they keep it going? They, I think they did it three times in this match as well with um, oh. Lashley nearly getting it's out. It's like, me for just... years. There's been, I've had issues with it. Do you remember just the one? that cage door. Or if someone gets out of it, it doesn't matter. You carry on having a fight on the outside. Absolutely crazy. I, I've always hated it, and I've always wanted it to be a skid mark. So here's my opportunity <laughs> to skid all over that door. Yeah, um, I remember the. Please the, stop it, WWE. I remember the one um, a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys remember. It was a Kofi Kingston Dolph Ziggler match for the WWE Championship in a cage, and they did a finish where Ziggler was opening the door and he was crawling towards really slowly, and then Kofi jumped over him. Oh yeah, oh, yeah and right. won the match by just jumping over him. Um, and it was create. It was a, something a bit different and creative, but it like how can you it lose just, a match? It like just that? takes the fakeness <laughs> yeah. to a new level, and it makes it? the champion look quite weak. That they you have could to stand to next that. to the rope, couldn't you? At the start of the match and go ding, 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 and then just literally dive out backwards. Thanks, I, ref. <laughs> I think it is a good skid, skid mark because it's a general wrestling thing. It hasn't we haven't come up? It hasn't come up yet. Yeah, um, and I don't think it was that bad on this occasion, but overall, I no, understand. it just reminded me of it. It just yeah. reminded me of it. But the fact that the match was that good that I didn't really want to pick anything else at, and the rest of the week as well, um, there was nothing that really shone. But I thought I just wanted to bring that one up. So there's yeah. my skid mark. I think week. it's I think it's a good skid mark because yeah. it is something that's in wrestling in general is just too too annoying. Yeah, it's definitely annoying. Um, all right, let's move on to my skid mark and. There's a couple of promos this week. I think um, Seth Rollins was on the line of, of entering this skid mark with with his with his wording of beating up Edge in front of his family. That that's that's pretty extreme. But some of the promos we had one from Goldberg on Raw where he said he wanted to kill Bobby Lashley. Now I'm sorry, you should never want to kill someone. Like you got to keep stuff like that out of wrestling. I think I, I don't think you should ever. The point of wrestling is to put someone's shoulders on the map for a count of three or to jump out of a cage to win a match. It's not to murder someone. So just calm down, Bobby uh, Goldberg. And what was the other one? There was another one, wasn't there, this week? It was the Arn Anderson one you were talking about. I know oh, yeah, Arn Anderson said that he put a, a, a Glock to someone who tried to steal his car's head and blow their brains out. It's just I just don't think this stuff should be on should be on TV. Um I, I just I really I just really don't don't like it. It's 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 way too like sensationalist to, to try and get a reaction. I, I don't really know why they do it. Um but you should never threaten to kill someone on, on TV or in a feud or it's it just doesn't work. Like I say there's it's 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 a there's a lot of kids watching and I, I say I, I think Seth Rollins was walking the tightrope with what he said, um, but you, you, we hear that a lot. Um, you know, want to beat up someone in front of their family. You know, again, that, that's believable within a wrestling. But Goldberg wanting to kill someone, I'm sorry, I just, I just don't like that sort of stuff. I um see, this didn't bother me at all. These ones, I do understand. I actually understand the arm one a bit because it didn't really relate to the story. It was felt kind the of arm just one was pointless. It made it no just, sense. It, to what I mean, saying. but. 
people online seem to love this, but that happens a lot with random AOW stuff, like the Suzuki movement thing when they didn't play the music. Things like this randomly get over in AOW. Yeah. Um, the Goldberg one didn't bother me in the sense of I think Goldberg had reason for it in the um, to kill him. Yeah, but well, I mean, people throw each other off Hell in a Cell. Like that's well, basically trying to get buried alive matches. And, um, we've loved the Edge and Ro- uh, Rollins feud. Uh, and, and Randy before that. What do you make of somebody putting someone's head on another steel chair and then hitting them in the... Yeah, and they're not saying <laughs> I mean, they're trying to kill someone. Yeah, happen, yeah, okay, yeah. That, they're going to die is... or have brain damage. That's within they? the wrestling, like... Goldberg I think well just... you're saying this because you don't like Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg, I, I Goldberg may as well Goldberg. walk to the ring with a gun and shoot. Uh, I, I must admit, I was surprised. May, may you, as well do that to win I the was match. surprised when you brought this up as a skid mark because for, for me, I didn't. I mean, I did think, oh, that's a bit, but just a bit strong, Goldberg. But it didn't bother me. Like I well, genuinely the, thought, and the fact there was a couple this they week. Did, they did beat. There up was his a couple this week. Just in the show, I just felt like this. This stuff isn't needed. Although I actually think someone we haven't mentioned yet who comes very close to the line is um, MJF. Well, I was going to mention that. He doesn't threaten he, to kill people, though. He just a different makes style. fun of dead people, which but is, I don't know if that's better His or line this week, <laughs> I mean, he had one last week when he was feuding with Pillman. He made some really, like, close to the, close to the line stuff. And this week, mm. the, the line he cut, I won't ruin it for you, Krusty, if you haven't seen it yet, but just watch MJF's promo, because that yes. is savage. And that, for imagine. me, that's, that's closer to the line than anything Goldberg said, because Goldberg, you're not taking what Goldberg says. It doesn't feel real, whereas what MJF said did for me. Yeah, I, um, I, just, I just don't think you should threaten to kill someone uh, in a in, in a wrestling in in the wrestling world. I just I, I just think that is separate. That that sort of stuff. Yeah, you, I, I you, can't you should... say I, I I do agree with you. Yeah, I, I, do, I, think I do see where you're coming a bit from. hard because it's Goldberg, but. Yeah, he, he didn't like the arm one. Either. Yeah, Arn Anderson as well said he was going to put a Glock to someone's head and blow their brains out if they stole his car. I, I just don't know why he's saying that. <laughs> that was a bit random. Com- it, it didn't really completely happen. made. made <laughs> I've not no seen s- that one, but that sounds skittish. It was it made no sense what was going on. I don't know what he was going on about. I was like, just shut up. I don't know. Just a reference to something in the past. It may well have been. I may have missed. Well, has, has he killed someone? Then? <laughs> no, I think it might, I don't know. Should we? Should we investigate him for murder? What's going on? But so, yeah. Keep keep murder away from wrestling, please. It's fair enough. I mean, I get it. You know, I get it. You're good, so I'm saying that there are wrestlers that have died um, in wrestling, and it's, you know, I, I just I just don't think it should be involved in wrestling. I just think it's no. Uh, I agree. I agree. To be honest, I didn't even know he'd said that because I was barely listening to him. I was yeah. obsessed with why his eyes looked shut. I was just like, did you see his picture? <laughs> as if in the back? they had like a bright light shining at him, but he couldn't see. I thought he was asleep at first. I was um, distracted by his background <laughs> picture. In, did you see his picture in the background? No. no. There's a picture no. on the wall, and it's a picture of an arm, and I think it's his arm. It's a massive arm. Oh, with the baby on it. With a baby, like, bicep. He's like, oh, yes, I do remember that, yeah. I, I, I quite liked that. Yeah. I was just distracted that's, by it. That's it's the weird. dad in me. That's the dad in me. Yeah, I, it's just a weird, bit weird. Um, so, shall we move on to mine? Yeah, I've changed your skid, Mark. I've changed my mind on mine like, a lot. I hope it's it was, a bit lighter than that one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, blame um, Goldberg and Arn Anderson. No, I so mine is, <laughs> I was torn between a couple of things on NXT this week. And I, I was saying, like, you know, I like the new character of Bron Breaker and um, I like Grace and Waller. But as two, as two or three characters, I really am not connecting with at all. Um, Lash Legend debuted. I really didn't get that chat show thing much. I thought she 
delivered it okay, but I just I don't. I just really don't get know why that was on the show. I don't I get just... like that was there. Tony D'Angelo. I mean, we mentioned him the last two weeks. So that character's terrible. We've got to see him wrestle first. <laughs> I'm not going to judge him. I'm not going to judge him. Tony D'Angelo. But, but the, 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 the character's just awful. Um, but what I'm going to give the 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 number one spot to in terms of that is Joe Gacy, who actually last week I said, oh, at least he's got he's been in the ring, he's done something. I know who he is. But I don't like the gimmick at all. I really don't like it. He comes in the ring and he's basically calling, I don't know, he's like calling everyone snowflakes and stuff and he's just a bit weird. He's saying it's a safe space. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued by Joe Gacy. I'm intrigued by him. It could get good. It could get good. But at the moment, he's not feuding with anyone really. He's just getting in the ring and he's talking. And I'm not digging the character and the promos. The first week, I had no idea what he's talking about. I genuinely, I was like, "What? I don't <laughs> understand the purpose of this." This week, I understood. I felt it was a bit clearer, but I just didn't. I don't like it. But to be honest, I don't know which one I dislike more—that Lash Legend and, and Tony D'Angelo. I just think some of these NXT UK gimmicks are no, not NXT. UK. <laughs> don't you dare! No, no, no! Not <laughs> sorry, sorry, NXT Zaya. UK. Sorry, yes. Zaya. Sorry, Brookside's listening. Uh, you've got to be nice. Um, no. But, some of the new NXT gimmicks are very odd, very like old school, basic, silly gimmicks. And I don't like them. this one. It feels like it's Vince having to go at his audience almost through a person, which can work. Mm. I just, I, I just think he can win me over if he's good in yeah. the ring. When know. I see Joe Gacy, I think Kevin Owens. Very no, similar. I love Kevin. He just looks yeah. a bit like him. The characters. No, they, they, I think they look very similar. I just think he's, he's just a, He'll be just be a Kevin Owens so because he's clearly good on the mic. He can talk, Joe Gacy. Yeah, whether you agree him. with what he says or not. So I think he's got a lot of potential. Actually, I'm I'm intrigued by Joe Gacy personally. I I think he's good. I'm not. This mm. is not a, a slant on him at all. I think he he delivers his role well. I just I don't get the gimmick. I don't get what it's trying to do, and I don't. But he's not like I said. It's not the only one. It's just picking one of the three. And I've I've already gone in on. Uh, Tony D'Angelo and I feel harsh he's not wrestled yet and, and neither is Lash <laughs> he might Legend. be great in the ring and, and Lash Legend's only been on one show so I need to give her a little bit more of a chance yeah. I just think out of this year I think Lash Legend was the one I just don't don't get this week I just don't know why she's doing that oh, God what was I oh, I was going to mention something oh was it it's Hit Row actually I was going to mention Hit Row again this is slight tangent but quite similar to what you were just talking about I really didn't like their promo at the start of NXT this week because they just promoted the matches on the show. And I, I, I think that's not what... A it was a bit group, random. It was as if they It's were not what hosts. a group like Kit Row should be doing. That's what like John Cena does. These are like this cool... They've gone from being like this cool group to the guys that hype up the whole NXT and can't wrestle. I just don't get it. I, just... it, I haven't liked them as much since they've gone face. I think they're better... Because their faces are really in this feud, aren't they? Of the Escobar feud. It was a, it was a strange I feel like choice of... Hill choice of people to be promoting the show i just think to be honest the skid mark in general just could be the direction of some of the stuff at nxt i just don't yeah. understand where it's going there's some yeah. stuff that's still good don't get me wrong i'm not hating on the show completely but there's some stuff i just not can't get my head around at the moment and it just yeah. i get it's early and it needs to like space to breathe it needs to be a safe space as joe gacy might say and um <laughs> it does. Uh, it needs but, to be a safe space fish but, I I think um yeah, yeah I I think I I think I agree with you I think there's a lot of funny things in NXT right now, um but for me the one you've mentioned is Von Wagner I just don't get him he wasn't like, as bad this week was he good I, I just no. don't know I, I, just I, 
<laughs> I just can't. He's I, all right. He, he's on his way. I actually think he might he? be quite good in the ring, by the way. Uh, I, th- I yeah, think I he's think okay. He I, don't I think am, I am so low on Von Wagner. He has to do a lot to impress me now. I, I, I know that really. first week was terrible, what they did. but And, and then he hit a tyre last week. No, that was his promo. He <laughs> smashed a tyre. Oh, God. Well, I love a good tyre. At least he's not Tony D'Angelo, <laughs> just speaking in an Italian accent and being like... I, a... I, I prefer Tony D'Angelo to Von Wagner so far. Tony D'Angelo feels like <laughs> Shawn Michaels or someone in NXT has just watched The Sopranos and gone, do that. <laughs> What are they going to watch? Like, someone's going to watch, like, The Office or something. Soon. Maybe. And we'll get Dwight. Sean we'll Skidmark Dwight next week will be someone's going to get a hit done on him. And, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Someone's actually going to get hey, Mafia Gold- killed. Goldberg is going to literally murder Lashley in, in their match. He's promised this is going to kill him. So we're I mean, going we to see, him. Se- we have seen murders and attempted murders. We're going to see a murder. This is not a new thing, by the way. I mean, Rikishi. We've seen people run over. Run over. Your Skidmark's yeah. getting a bit less... Um, Apparent there, Keely. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying I don't I don't like people murdering people, people off, off wrestling. from like 30 meters up. Ray Mysterio <laughs> and Alistair Black literally died last year in Money in the Bank. They got thrown <laughs> off the roof. Goldberg. I, I, I watch I watch like you know my skid marks you. <laughs> I watch stuff like Game of Thrones for my murders. I don't I don't watch <laughs> Goldberg promos for my murders. Don't, don't, want to, don't want to see it. I would have I would have totally agree with you if he didn't have a, have a good reason, but I think Goldberg did. So I'll just leave it at that, really. Because I don't think it was yeah. too bad. At least like he right. did Bobby Lashley did like beat up his son, his kids, and he's a child. Like it's not I think that's a good enough reason. I don't get the the Arn Anderson one. it was a bit random, but like, I can't disagree. We don't care about Arn Anderson. I don't care about Goldberg, really. I just I just don't want him to be killing people. <laughs> So I think I think that's it for today. Yeah. yeah any, other, any other hate you want to give there, Keeney? No, no. I've, I think it's quite negative. Like, I don't, today, I don't know why you bothered watching anything this week. Actually, particularly <laughs> <laughs> stuff towards the end. Jeez, like Raw and yeah, yeah, yeah Raw and stuff. I just yeah. So, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you feel charged up as we do. We released a bonus podcast uh, on Wednesday where we competed for our best roster. Um, sort of ahead of this week's WWE draft. Make sure you check that one out on um, any of your podcast channels. So you can follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. That's Recharge Wrestle because we couldn't fit wrestling into the tag. Um, and follow our podcast network, which is at Robot Republic underscore. You need the underscore at the end or you won't find us for some other great podcasts. And uh, hope to see you next week. Thanks. Yep. See you guys. Bye. Guys. Bye. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.